the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You guys want to talk? Go ahead. <laughs> Dave Ellswick Show. How you doing? Hey. Good to have you along. It's a Power Panel Tuesday. Got a lot to talk about today. Let me just say, being a conservative today, it's kind of like having birthday three times. You know? I mean, the Supreme Court upheld the travel ban. The Supreme Court shot down California trying to force a pro-life uh Crisis Pregnancy Center putting a pro-abortion signage in their clinic. And then uh, yesterday, Arlene's Flowers uh, had their uh, case with the Washington Supreme Court vacated. So it was, it's was it been a pretty good uh, 24 hours if you're a conservative. I'm just you saying. Been. I'm uh, having a good time. Well, I got... Let me just tell you one something, Elizabeth. <laughs> having dentures... And eating coconut cream pie, oh, it's not, not a good mix. Huh? Not a good mix. It stick, sticks with you for a while. Oh. Yeah, the, the, I keep floating keep around coconut. coconut. Uh, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Well, having yeah. a beard is kind of similar because you, your food kind of <laughs> tends to stick with you too. Do you ever have problems with birds getting lost in your beard? <laughs> I haven't had birds, but I've had other things. Okay. <laughs> I've actually asked Jack before. Are you saving that for later or what? <laughs> I had a very a weird thing at my house happen this morning. I come. I had to take my car to, to, to Guatney's uh, collision shop in Jacksonville because uh, my wife got T-boned by a lady running a stop sign at the oh. Walmart parking lot on Sunday. And so we had to take the car over there to get it appraised about what it's going to cost to fix it. And so we've been notified now that Guatney gets the car on July 2nd. They say it's going to take at least five days. Now, that's five work days let's understand Ooh. that that's five work days so the second is a tuesday, tuesday. so Next that would tuesday. mean it would not be ready minimal until the following monday because that would be the fifth day of work day mm-hmm. and if they pull off the back door and find the door jam bent it's going to take significantly longer is what they've said so we'll find out how long it's going to be but Insurance has already said that we got a, a rental car for 33 days. Wow. Not really? to, I think not to exceed like $55 a day. Let me tell you, what, I can do that standing on my head. You can get a cool rent car <laughs> No for problem, yeah. Yeah, ask for a miniata to go around. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm, I'm looking at sports cars next that I buy. But anyway, it's got to be fixed. But to make a long story short, we came back home. And I walk in the door, and my son-in-law goes, "Pop, I don't want to. I don't want to freak you out, but mm-hmm. now I'm, you know, <laughs> it's not. That's good. not. That's not it's the not way good. you start a a don't conversation. Pan, don't, panic, don't, don't Yeah, don't panic. But uh, <laughs> he says I had to do a little pest control, and I said, "Yeah, I know. I've been killing a couple of spiders in the house. You know, pretty good sized wolf spiders that." Uh, you know, it's gotten pretty dry outside. They're looking for water, you know. Okay. And he says, no, I found a baby bat 
Ooh. In the house. Ooh. On the floor. Ooh. In the dining room. Oh, wow. And he said, I picked it up. I said, you did what? No. He said, I picked it up. I said, well, that was your first mistake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't pick it up. I mean, uh, unless you got gloves on. Yeah. You just put gloves on. Well, no, I grabbed it by the tip of his wing. I said, not smart. Not smart. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Picking so anyway, up wild animals that aren't dead. Yeah, you know, no, that's not a good, a good thing. thing. So anyway, they got it out. They threw <laughs> it out. Has he turned pale and started a diet of No, no, he hasn't. He, he, he's not foaming at the mouth yet. <laughs> He does not look like Cujo. He still comes out in the daytime. I'm just waiting for him to grow fangs and become a vampire. Yeah. Well, it's not one of those kinds of bats. But, you know, bottom line, bats sure carry, carry they carry rabies, though. Absolutely. So that's something that you you got to be uh, aware of. But he got rid of it, and I just thought, okay, so how did a bat get in my house? <laughs> so I guess this weekend I'll make a trip to my addict to make sure that there's not a family moving in somewhere <laughs> that, that I don't like want. Fun. <laughs> okay? Could it, could and, and, cat, and let me, and let me just say, if you think in. that the way Trump treats illegals coming across our border is mean, <laughs> you're not going to believe what I do to bats who may be moving into my attic. That, that mm-hmm. will not be a pretty sight. And I, I hear the animal rights people now, they eat mosquitoes. Don't kill them. I can hear well. them now. I suspect they may be an endangered species. I kind of, I kind of, you might be doing ten to twenty. Did you, did you, have you heard that you can't kill a buzzard around in Arkansas? Are are buzzards protected species? They probably probably like them better than they like unborn children. Well, but we know that's the case. Yeah, you don't remember the buzzard from the cartoons? Oh yeah, (laughs) you know, you know, I like the buzzard from the cartoons when he would fly and he had that real. You know, the the wings would go way, way up and way, way down. down. And then he wore the the suspender pants, and, yeah. the, and the rear flap was always open so his tail could stick out. <laughs> you, re, you remember that, buzzer? Well, the details That's we what remember. you want to be like. Doi, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love those cartoons. You can't play those cartoons anymore. They're politically incorrect now. You're making fun of somebody. But you that bird was not from Arkansas. They were yeah, I mean, I like I. I think it's always a great story that the Cartoon Network dropped Speedy Gonzalez because it was, you know, anti-Hispanic. No, oh, that's crazy. What is the number one cartoon in Mexico? Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. Gonzalez. That's exactly that's it, right. Buddy. That is one of the most loved cartoons in Mexico. This goes to show. And I can't believe that the guy that draw that draw that draw Speedy Gonzalez eats in a freaking Mexican restaurant. <gasps> he does. Unbelievable. Oh, no, that That's cannot. A dirty ha- shame. You can't yeah, do that. Unbelievable. Mm. No, eats no, no, in no. a Mexican restaurant. No, no, How no, no, dare no. they? That's not allowed. I told you my ASU Indian stories. The Gillums had ASU Indians hat with the with Joe on there with his hatchet running down the railroad tracks, and when I would work with with the People from New Mexico and Arizona be a lot of Indians that worked on the Union Pacific Railroad. They wanted the hats. So as soon as I got there, they would raid me for the hats. I had to take <laughs> extra hats every time I went <laughs> sure. to Oregon or Wyoming, and they would raid the truck. But you got a bunch of nuts in Arkansas acting like they're offending somebody when the people that are supposed to be offended love them. <laughs> so can but, I say? You know, Hey, okay. It's about causing trouble what? and taking somebody's freedom yeah. away from them. It has nothing to do with anything. What better way else. to compliment somebody than to, than to make them a mascot for a for a ball team or something? That's right. Well, isn't that a compliment? I mean, if someone yeah. if someone made the Paul Calvert 
Hey, oh. I root for the Fighting Irish because I love drunk leprechauns. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's the Dave Ellswick Show <laughs> here, here on The Answer. Good to have you along for the ride today. Big wins in the uh, – start, let's start off with the first one. All right? Uh, for the left, here is strike one. The travel ban is legal. Dun, da, da. Yeah. As I said on my post when it came down, no surprise, hashtag big win, hashtag Supreme Court of the United States. Thank you very much. We knew that was coming. By the end, they added in because it was the third try. Remember, the, the, Trump, camp, the Trump camp had to rewrite it three times. And on the third one, you know what we snuck in there that nobody paid any attention to? We got Venezuela in there <gasps> on the travel ban. All those Muslims. All those Muslim countries and Venezuela because don't want a bunch of people from Venezuela. Leave the socialists in Venezuela. Hey, enjoy your country now that you got you you sucked it dry now live with it all right that's bottom line hugo chavez i love hugo chavez <laughs> yeah sean penn yay hugo chavez sean penn. danny glover who yeah hey, speaking of the, <laughs> the mooks over there in hollywood oh yeah whatever happened to them all leaving the country and going to canada oh come on they you know that go, they, don't, they never leave they never leave they say jim carrey he came from canada he stayed he's <laughs> as i as they call me a damn yankee he's a damn canadian he came here and stayed didn't leave he doesn't go back home that's just the way it is they left all the free health care yeah, was, but but Dave, you you've pretty well converted though. You might have been. You may have Dude, started. Dude, I was a always a southern. That's what's that. See that I had to explain that to my boss one time, uh, Jim Beard, who was the GM over at KARN a long time ago, uh, asked me. He says, "Dave, you're the only talk show host that I've ever brought in from the north into the south." that survived like you have how how come i said because i'm not a northerner <laughs> i said my parents are both from the south my dad's from west virginia my mother is from kentucky uh my dad from charleston my mother from louisville <laughs> i was just given uh elizabeth uh pronunciation and enunciation uh, lessons today of how to say louisville. Lo- not louisville uh-uh. louisville. No, no. Louisville. It's louisville it's louisville if i had said louisville i got slapped <laughs> it's louisville kentucky and uh my brothers were born in louisville and so i'm the only member of my family that was born north of the mason dixon so i grew up with fried bologna sandwiches oh yeah uh cornbread milk sugar for dessert um but some other things how I about chocolate Sweet tea. gravy how about chocolate, chocolate gravy? gravy? I've had all that. Right. All right. Dirty eggs, all of that, okay? <laughs> I grew up with all of that. I grew up with hearing y'all, not hearing you guys. And uh, I got more grief because I didn't say you guys. I was always saying this is you y'all. you guys stuff. It's supposed to be use guys. Right? Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> guys. that's Eastern. That's Eastern. Now, that's getting up in the East for use guys. I picked that up up in Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Min- oh, yeah. Minnesota. Hot dish. Use guys. You got to have a and hot soda, dish up not, there. Not Coke yeah. or now, it, you know, it, drink. It's Where I'm from, soda. it's also Coke. All right. Yeah, we always say Coke. in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> so it called it pop. pop. Oh, pop. That's, that's kind of a northern Ohio a northern kind of thing. thing. You know, pop. Yeah. I never understood 
pop all that much but I yeah. so we had friends well, i got the, your, your sorry, pop never taught you about pop yeah <laughs> behind the back of your head and pop you one <laughs> he popped me a lot we, we had so friends i came who, out the way i did our canadian friends made fun of my accent with y'all now this is our friends from canada yeah right so uh, the first time we encountered it my friend was a? like keep saying it keep saying it i'd be like y'all he goes what happens if you have more than one all y'all. Yeah, all y'all. I made him fall off the chair in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, all y'all. <laughs> he fell out of the chair. <laughs> all y'all. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. We can he do past, present, and future. He's a gonna, she's a gonna, and, and they're, they're a gonna. gonna. Okay. <laughs> oh, Tump. Tump over. And what That's you, a southern thing. Now, what do, you, what do you say when you're going to put that uh, black stuff in the engine of your car? What do you call that? I'm not a good person to ask. What do you call that? That's oil. Or, okay, oil. oil. What do you call it? Oil, oil. See, no. Depending, if you get down, oil. If you get down deep south, it's oil, oil. It's oil. We had a teacher in the seventh grade. It's like A W L. It's not O I L. It's oil. We had a science teacher that came in one time. We were in the seventh grade. He spoke for probably two weeks in class, and finally somebody raised their hand and said, "Would you please write on the board what you're talking about?" And he was from the deep south. Now I was raised in South Arkansas. Okay. He's from the deep south. Yeah, that's not deep south. Deep south is when you get down Louisiana. deep, deep well, into Louisiana and Mississippi. We, we and thought he was that. talking about a long way away because he kept talking about far. No, oh far. no, it was F I R E on far. the board. It had been two weeks, two weeks in class. He had been talking about fire, that, that, no, and we yeah. couldn't understand him. He was talking about far. Oh, far, far, mm-hmm. yeah. far. Watch that far. He was yeah. a southern boy. And he was people, talking about far. People pronounce wire that way. Wire. That's another one. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's but that's just getting really further. South. Yeah, that's very sad. I got to meet a celebrity. You were talking about celebrities this weekend. We had a celebrity speak at the state Republican. A committee meeting this weekend oh, at the you were Republican. There. Yeah. Oh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm state committee man for Lone Oak County. Good job. So, so who, was, keep uh, up who was there? The little girl's name was Madison Robinson, and Madison was the winner of the Ralph Vines oh, I speaking a contest. Of her. I heard about Eleven year old little uh, yeah, girl. They said okay. she was awesome. Oh, she spoke on capitalism and how the <laughs> an 11 year old yeah Love it. and she spoke about how capitalists were not bad people because they provided jobs and paid taxes and she did all her research yes. she did all her, own, her own, own research on her own she got up there she didn't have any notes anything Good to go job. off of and she spoke for about four minutes solid strictly on capitalism and she did not miss a beat so uh oh, that makes she, my day. I tell you what, she made she made my day, but uh, I was gonna ask Dave to uh contact Doyle Webb and see if we couldn't get her on the oh, show. Yeah. He said no, she'd like to be probably, on the radio. I could probably yeah, work that out. That would be Make awesome. That Anybody who wants awesome. to speak about capitalism is a friend of ours. Oh, All right. Yeah. Quick break, come back. Let's talk about uh the rulings that the Supreme Court has uh, made. Might be some more tomorrow. Kind of interesting what's happening. The uh Supreme Court has definitely taken a turn to the right. More to talk about here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Fine. All right, back with you here on Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, The Texas redistricting, I thought I saw where the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the redistricting for Texas. So there's only one case it looks like that's still remaining, Mm -hmm. and that would be on this public sector's public sector union's no, I haven't seen anything dues. on that. We'll have to look hmm. at that. Hey, uh, R.D., you're going to get me a, a wiper blade, right? 
You bet. I've got it laid out. I just have to deliver it to your repair shop when I go to pick up my wife's van. Now, you do this all the time, correct? I mean, you uh, you, you send uh, you know different parts and things over to Joe's garage uh, to be oh, used yeah. on other people's cars from, uh, you know, Sonny's. Yeah, we have trucks that go out daily all over central Arkansas, Heber Springs, Searcy, uh, Conway, Hot Springs, uh, Pine Bluff. Uh, all over Little Rock and Benton. So we send delivery trucks out every day. To We have free delivery all over central Arkansas. Do you get, do collision places, I won't mention names, do they call you a oh, lot yeah. and say, hey, you we bet. need a part for this or for that? Every day. Okay. Every day we do collision. I, I noticed uh, t- today on my estimate that it said doors not new. <laughs> now that would tell me they'll probably be calling you. You're right. It would be like kind and quality, yes, uh of what was damaged so that they will run a computer search and uh, all of my parts are on that database so they very well could pull uh parts up from sunny's auto salvage and put them on the estimate now can i call them and say i would rather you use sunny's than somebody else well you could call them and and say that the question <laughs> is is are they for sure available are they for for sure available of course we'll get them for them. well that's what i'll just say i'll say look yeah. if you can get them through sunny get them through sunny before right. you get them from anybody else. Sure, we could do that. Because I know that I'll get quality stuff from you. That's right. All right. That's right. No problem. Just to let you know, that's what Sunny's Auto Salvage is all about, correct? That is correct. We do motors, transmissions, and rear ends, doors. When we buy a wrecked car that was running every day before the accident, we don't have any dealer items. We got every part on the car. All right. Call them, 982 could be as big as an engine, could be as small as a side view mirror. Sonny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. Uh, what we got? We got Patrick out in Conway wants to talk about one of my favorite legislators, Maxine Waters. How's it going, <laughs> Patrick? Well, doing well, Dave. I know you're getting ready to talk about the Supreme Court rulings, but I wanted to ask you this. Am I the only one that thinks uh, Maxine Waters? is uh ann esther from sanford and son <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one it seems that way doesn't it i'm waiting for her that's to great. say call president trump watch it you fish eyed fool <laughs> <laughs> that's great you know i might have to lift some sound from her that uh, that show and use that whenever i talk about you might her be now. a racist be careful <laughs> all right we appreciate your call thanks that's patrick awesome. yeah she's she's not you know if she's the smartest or the brightest bulb in her district I I rule for her district maybe, maybe that she comes a, from. Maybe they need a fence around that district. Like I'm the guy said, you, that's you want to go in the knife. ballot box and vote for that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> the smartest knife or sharpest knife. Let's put it that way. <sighs> she from one of those districts when you're right and you tear down all the businesses in your community Not so I after guess. it's over you don't have a community Not to live no, in. i have no i have no idea where <laughs> talk about she is they talk about food deserts after they burn every all their grocery stores yeah. down yeah, yeah. yeah right. amazing she's well, an amazing oh. person i had a really interesting discussion with uh robert steinbach yesterday you know we talked about the first amendment and with the first amendment you have the right for free speech however you don't have the right to yell like fire in a in a uh, crowded movie theater or whatever. trouble. However, I asked uh, Robert, well, how close is Maxine Waters to shouting fire in a, in a theater uh, when she s- says the mob should, you know, go out after the Trump administration? And he said she is getting 
Very close. That's. I mean, how is that not inciting criminal activity? Well, she didn't tell them specifically to do criminal activity. However, she didn't, she didn't I would think if do, somebody, yeah, if some, if somebody went out and 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 said that's what I took from what she said, there is a possibility she could find herself, I believe, in very hot water. All right, got to get our first uh, break for news. Then, when we come back, we'll talk more about it. We'll give Paul a chance to say something about Maxine Water, and I'm sure that it won't be very good. And uh, we find out about that after the news. Back on the Dave Ellswick Show, and uh, like I said, Supreme Court been good to the conservative cause uh, yesterday and today. It has not been bad days at all. Uh, let me get over here real quick. There's several different stories that are out there talking about that. Let's start first by talking about the travel ban. A sharply divided Supreme Court on Tuesday. Now, have you ever noticed that when it goes against the left? Mm-hmm. This is from uh, AP News. That is a sharply divided Supreme Court. If it, if this had gone for the left, it would have been something to the extent Big of... victory. Uh, yes, in, a, in a, a telling victory against the Trump administration. Absolutely. Anyway, a sharply divided Supreme Court upheld President Donald Trump's ban on travel from several mostly Muslim countries, rejecting the challenge that it discriminated against Muslims or exceeded his authority. A dissenting justice said the outcome was a historic mistake. I wonder who said that. Would you, My suggestion, probably Ginsburg. Sotomayor. Uh, the 5-4 decision Tuesday is a big victory for Trump on an issue that is central to his presidency and the court's first substantive ruling on a Trump administration policy, the president quickly tweeted his reaction, wow. (laughs) Uh, Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the majority opinion for the five conservative justices, including Trump nominee Neil Gorsuch. Roberts wrote that presidents have substantial power to regulate immigration. He also rejected the challenger's claim of anti-Muslim bias. But he was careful not to endorse either Trump's provocative statements about immigration in general or Muslims in particular, including Trump's campaign pledge to keep Muslims from entering the country. Which had nothing to do with the case in the first place. That's correct. Roberts wrote, we express no view on the soundness of the policy. The travel ban has been fully in place since December when the justices put the brakes on lower court rulings that had ruled the policy out of bounds and blocked part of it from being enforced. Uh, in a dissent, she summarized in court, Justice Sonia Sotomayor said, quote, history will not look kindly on the court's misguided decision today, nor should it. Justices Breyer, Ginsburg, and Kagan also dissented. Sotomayor wrote that based on the evidence in the case, quote, a reasonable observer would conclude that the proclamation was motivated by anti-Muslim animus. She said her colleagues and the majority arrived at the opposite result by, quote, ignoring the facts, misconstruing our legal president, and turning a blind eye to the pain and suffering the proclamation inflicts upon countless families and individuals, many of whom are United States citizens, unquote. Kind of like um, Roe v. Wade. Anyway. Um, Sounds like she based her opinion on her personal political beliefs yes. and not on the Constitution, ma'am. So they say that the travel ban, at least according to the AP, uh, was among the court's biggest cases this term, 
Ask that about the guy who baked the cake or the woman <laughs> who made the uh, uh, Florist. the florist or the California pro-life thing or, you know, all the rest of them that have come down. Uh, and is the latest in a string of 5-4 decisions in which the conservative side of the court, bolstered by the addition of Gorsuch last year, prevailed. Gorsuch, of course, nominated by Trump after Republicans in the Senate refused to grant a hearing. Oh, we got to go back and hear this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hearing to federal appeals judge Merrick Garland, who was appointed by Barack Obama, with more than 10 months remaining in Obama's term. The uh, Trump's policy applies to travelers from five countries with overwhelmingly Muslim populations, and those are Iran, Libya, Somalia, Syria, Syria and Yemen. Also affects two non-Muslim countries blocking travelers from North Korea and Venezuelan government officials and their families. A sixth majority Muslim country, Chad, was removed from the list in April after improving, quote, its identity management and information sharing practices, according to the uh, Trump administration. So there you have it. That's uh, That was taken care of as far as. Thank you, Donald Trump. Yeah, we thank him for that. Um, thank you. So he, he was given appropriate elective. legal advice when he actually created these travel bans. Imagine that. Imagine that. We actually knew what we were doing. Wow. Can I tell you? They, 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 wow. they did it. And here's the key. It's the president's prerogative. That's what I'm saying. By the Constitution. Always. Yeah. That's what I was criticizing in, in the Sotomayor's opinion. I mean, all those things she just said had nothing to do with the Constitution at all, but her own bias. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. What a big surprise, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but the Constitution Supreme is a li- living, breathing document, and apparently it's growing mold or something <laughs> <laughs> in some people's mind. Don't look too hard. Yeah, don't look too close. <laughs> all right. I'm, uh, I'm getting the... The rundown here on uh, the the pro life um, that was an interesting one case that came through. That's, to think that that was it was it was so close to be a five four decision. How did, how does that come anywhere to close to five four? Why why was that not uh, unanimous? That <laughs> that basically religious organizations or at least quasi religious organizations could be forced to um, promote abortion. How is that? How is that even anywhere close to possible? How, how do four Just, justices say that? Well, that's okay for for the state to to force um, charity organizations to promote abortion. Now, here's here's let's let's run over this. All right, the uh, Supreme Court ruled in favor of pro life crisis pregnancy centers that counsel pregnant women to make choices other than abortion invalidating a California law requiring them to prominently post information on how to obtain a state-funded abortion. The court, in a 5-4 ruling, said the state law violates the First Amendment. The court also cast doubts on similar laws in Hawaii and Illinois. The state regulations targeting centers that provide counseling-related services with the goal of helping women make choices other than abortion, demanded such centers prominently post information on how to obtain abortion and contraception. The law also required unlicensed non-medical facilities to inform clients that they are not licensed medical providers. If pregnancy centers fail to comply with the law, they're fined $500 for a first offense and $1,000 for each 
subsequent offense, according to the law. Pro-life groups had challenged the regulations, arguing that they violated their free speech rights under the First Amendment. Supporters of the law said that it was necessary since many women were unaware of the options available to them. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals rejected both arguments, upheld the law arguing that the state could regulate professional free speech and the law protects public health interests. The Supreme Court reversed that judgment. Uh, Clarence Thomas said in his majority opinion, California cannot co-opt the licensed facilities to deliver its message for it. He also called the regulations for unlicensed facilities unjustified and unduly burdensome. Thomas was joined by fellow conservative Justice Roberts, Kennedy, Alito, and Gorsuch. Dissenting were liberal justices Breyer, or Breyer, pardon me, Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan. Breyer, in his dissent, said among the reasons the law should be upheld is that the high court has previously upheld state laws requiring doctors to tell women seeking abortions about abortion services. After all, the law must be even-handed, Breyer said. Mr. Go ahead. Mr. Breyer is wrong. We are not talking about the same sets of circumstances when you're talking about a doctor explaining to a patient or an abortion clinic having to, like the other justice said, carry the load for the anti-abortion people by putting their stuff up on your wall and forcing them to promote your stuff it's yeah. different here here we totally go well, and it's promoting moral moral depravity as well it's not it's not just promoting um a it's just any old government program like a park or something it, this is promoting moral depravity and it's, it's a clear violation of people's um conscience in many respects and we're talking about charity organizations here and um i think it's bad enough to 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 suggest that private organizations or private businesses have to um, give up their their First Amendment rights, which many in, in many respects the government has decided that that um, that private business owners don't have a right to free speech in many respects. But it's, I think it's another thing. Um, it takes a, a step further to suggest that private um, charities don't have a right to free speech and don't have a right to to refrain from promoting moral depravity that they're opposed to. Well. I go along with this uh, statement. California used its power to force pro-life pregnancy centers to provide free advertising for abortion. In stopping enforcement of this law, the Supreme Court has said the people lose when the government is the one deciding which ideas should prevail. Thank you very much. I agree with that 100%. Quarter uh, to three on the Dave Ellswick Show, we got another case. Uh, we want to talk about Arlene's Flowers. Would you look up uh, the uh, the case on uh, the Texas redistricting, if you would, Elizabeth, and we can talk about that uh, coming up here on the Dave Ellswick Show in just a moment. But right now, a quick break and more here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. So if you're thinking about claiming your Social Security benefits, you might want to stop and consider that you could be on the verge of making an irreversible decision, and that could uh, be a huge mistake that could cost you tens of thousands of dollars. This decision could trigger an avalanche of taxes, double your Medicare premiums. You could avoid this by attending an educational maximum uh, Social Security class Friday, July the 13th. It's hosted by David Lucas from David Lucas Show. 
It's here on 101.1, you know, the answer. You hear him here Saturdays, 10 a.m., 3 p.m. And the workshop makes claiming your benefits simple and easy. Registration is just 18 bucks. It includes a 34-page workbook, Maximizing Your Social Security Benefits. Seating is very limited, so call today. I mean, we're getting close now. We're about three weeks out. 501-653-6690. That's 501-653-6690. Or visit them online, davidlucasfinancial.com. All right, what have we found out about Texas, uh, Elizabeth? A sharply divided Supreme Court opinion. Sharply, I say. Sharply. Sharply. Five to four. Is this an AP story? Uh, well, I'm looking at two or three things. But okay. I went to Fox News. I'm All right. also looking at The Hill. Um, ruled in favor of Texas. The redistricting that has been done is okay, except for one district that they found to be racially impermissible. Right. Ra- raci- racially I- impermissible. Let me let me find the, the exact cute phrase that they specially crafted language that they used. Um, apparently, there was a preliminary step where there were three federal judges who looked at these lines and basically said, "Well, we think it's probably okay to, on an interim basis, go forward." Well, then it arrived in the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court says, well, because the three-judge panel allowed these lines to stand, that shows good faith by the state of Texas, and that was built into their ruling in favor of the state. That's interesting to me. Um, All right. One district, HD90, is, quote, impermissible racial gerrymander. Hmm. The case of Abbott versus Perez. But why did they make that decision on that one specific district? It doesn't. They say. must have counted people or something. Yeah, I, I, that's why I went to well, a different place trying to see if they could talk about why one and not everything else, or vice versa. That's a pretty common form of gerrymandering, if I understand it correctly, because they try on purpose to put districts together, the gerrymander on purpose for racial reasons, racially. On purpose, if I understand it correctly, to make districts specifically for black people. I mean, is that not true? They have well, done that's, that. That's the charges They've on done both it. sides. They've yeah. done it both ways. I mean, gerrymandering isn't a is not Inherent. colorblind by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Depends yeah, on which side, whose ox is being gored, so to speak. I mean, let's not forget about the fickle finger of fate in the western side of the. Uh, state of arkansas everybody remember the fickle finger of fate right absolutely district four some of these districts are like fayetteville finger yeah some of these districts are what 350 miles long yeah i mean well you know four has got problems because so many people have left the delta Mm. that to get enough people into that district they got to go around everywhere and uh and try to put people into it and then uh BB and and uh, and Daniels tried to get enough uh, Democrats into it with the fickle finger of fate mm-hmm. uh, to give everybody the finger on that one, so that they could try to Actually, win get, get one the seat. fourth. Yeah, to win the fourth district. 
That's what that was all about. It was. It was. Wasn't that to, to defeat Bruce Westerman? Basically, isn't part that, of that uh, was about part? Yeah. Yep. yeah, seems that that's right. <sighs> it always pays to have a little bit of rem- historical remembrance. Uh, yeah. you know, in the state. He yeah. that refuses to acknowledge history is doomed. Yeah, yeah I was doing some ho- some historical remembering when they were prosecuting Woods. Yeah. He was the one that was oh, pushing the amendment bill, on, yeah. on the ethics bill. So I thought, uh, well, you know, it's funny, you know, sometimes uh, fate comes back around and bites you. Now, he who writes history, <laughs> he who writes history controls the future. <laughs> well, his history took a left turn. Well, yeah, well. He's but not, he was he's, do- he will not have uh, any kind of term limits in uh, the time that he'll be asked to serve. Right. They, yeah. The, they don't have months. No. Well, that was, no that, he oh, hasn't I'm sorry. Yeah, We're talking about John Woods. That's yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of Mr. Files. For, for files. Yeah. yeah files, files got 18 months. I still think so, 18 months for Mr. Files yeah, the, is a little the, light. The Mr. Internet sales tax guy, right? Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see the ethics guy. What happens that. when? You've got Woods and who is it? Uh, who's the Mike and was it Neil? Mike and Neil. Neil. You got him, and then is it the president of uh, Concordia? They're all three going to be going to all three be uh, sentenced yeah, at the same say, time? I basically. Yeah, Paris they're actually going to sentence somebody that was involved from the business side. I guess so. Yeah. Boy, that's a first. Everybody's usually they stay like uh, uh, Mr. Z D E F. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. the business side you know and these other ones like the judge in conway uh, gilbert still, baker yeah. yeah 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 we're still we're still waiting for the people that actually made the bribe yeah to who, come made out. The, who paid the money yeah who paid the money doesn't matter doesn't matter they told us who they gave it to <laughs> well what it matters is the the the, the uh, chain that it went through before it got to its destination yeah, yeah. but line, anyway it's be interesting to see what happens still on on those that should be coming up. Was that supposed to? When was they supposed to be uh, sentenced? Was that in August? Do you remember what the what the timeline was on that? I do not. It seems when like, they're supposed to be in the future sentence. Yeah, when's the yeah. sentence for Woods and them? It's I don't know. Seems I'm like August. So Woods has no, not been sentenced that, yet. Or maybe that was files that didn't have to head to the, yeah, the yeah, Hooskow fi- yeah, until had, August. Was it ninety days or something? Yeah, like they're going to give him give time. Him. Yeah. Get That's his affairs in order. In order. Mm-hmm. Not his affair, his there, affairs. There are people who say Get that the money sentencing, transferred. Yeah. Yeah. Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sentencing they say is going to wait a while till they find out all the information they're getting from these yeah. people who have pled guilty, right? So that they can then use that information on others before the sentencing sentence. I guess occur. I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's what I'm real. hearing. But what uh, is there anything in the in in our illustrious magical electronic device that you have there elizabeth that's <laughs> telling us when when the uh time's coming what they're going to be told when they're, how long they're going to be in. okay looking. we'll be looking during the break because we have to do that guys it is yeah, we time we just want to know it is time for the uh the news and acquiring minds want to know so we will find out and then we'll come back then i want to talk about arlene's flowers versus the state of washington and why vacating the decision of the Washington State Supreme Court so important, and what did the U.S. Supreme Court say to the Washington State Supreme Court? 
We'll talk about that when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back, second hour, Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget, 5 o'clock hour, Bible Guys. You got a question, already got one in. All you got to do is send it to BibleGuys at SalemLR.com. And uh, that'll get to us, and it'll get to me is where it gets to, and then I'll ask the Bible Guys in the 5 o'clock hour when they're here in the studio. Right now, though, I've got uh, R.D. here, I have Paul here, and I have Elizabeth all within the studio. They are, of course, the power panel. They come in on Tuesdays as they can, and we talk about the topics of the day. I'm Dave Ellswick, Dave Ellswick Show. This goes until 6 o'clock, so stick around for the insanity. (laughs) I will be here delving it out as much as I can. All right, we wanted to talk about Arlene's Flowers. Now, Arlene's Flowers uh, case was a company by name of Arlene's Flowers. There's not a (laughs) person named Arlene's Flowers. Uh, I think the name of the person is uh, Baronel Stutzman, if I'm not mistaken. There wasn't a song by that name after Arlo Guthrie? No. (laughs) No, it's not Arlene's Flower Shop. Yeah, that's Alice's Restaurant. Next to Arlene's Flowers. Yes, that's correct. Uh, it was but, a restaurant, not a flower shop. Anyway, the, the lady refused or denied making a floral arrangement for a same-sex couple who needed or wanted her to make the floral arrangement for their same-sex uh, marriage. And she said that she couldn't do that, couldn't take part in that, because she believed marriage was between a man and a woman. Uh, the people sued. Uh, they won, and the state of Washington upheld that uh, that uh, win for the couple. It then made its way through the appellate courts and then made its way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court issued an order vacating the decision. Now, what that means is as if the decision doesn't even exist, what the Washington State Supreme Court did. And... The most important part of this is what the Supreme Court said to the Washington State Supreme Court. You'll remember just a few weeks back, the uh, Supreme Court ruled on the Colorado baker who refused to decorate a cake for a same-sex couple uh, for their marriage. They sued, uh, and uh, what happened is that the state got involved and they went after the baker and uh, basically were going to make him go to re-education classes and all kinds of stuff. And he lost in the lower courts, but won at the Supreme Court, Supreme Court saying that the state was absolutely way beyond their authority in what they did to the baker. And, 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 and so, abusive. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so the Supreme Court sent a message to the Washington State Supreme Court saying, we're vacating your decision against uh, Ms. Stutzman. Read what we said about the Colorado case when you rehear this case. Go study up on your homework. Yeah. In other words, if you're smart, you probably will not pursue this any further. Don't go after the butcher and a candlestick maker also. But it's interesting to me, again, this Supreme Court decision, like the last one on the cake, had not really anything to do with 
Religious directly liberty. protecting religious liberty. Mm-hmm. And I well, think it's interesting because I, I don't think this situation is resolved. I think it's going to land no, back in their laps and, and again. I, ideally, it wouldn't be about religious liberty. It should be about economic liberty because people should have the right to choose, you know, I don't want to do business with you because I don't like you or because I don't like what you stand for. And I think that should be illegal for anybody to say, you know, I, I don't want to help you celebrate anything that I disagree with, especially in 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 in, 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 in businesses such as um, flower shops or, or cake bakers. It's not like someone's got the only hospital in town, and this person is going to bleed to death if you don't help them. It's, it's, it, it, this is, these are recreational foods or, or flowers, flower arrangements. This is stuff that's not, not, it's, it's not something that, that someone's life depends on. I would have to agree with Elizabeth, though. After reading the ruling on the baker, you you like to talk about laws that are unclear and afraid you could get prosecuted because after you read the ruling, you know you don't any, know any more than you did before, before you read it. <laughs> if you read the ruling on the baker, it basically what I got out of it in layman terms was that you know we're going to rule for the baker because he was maliciously gone after he wasn't he treated was fairly he was attacked and no citizen or business should be treated the way that he was treated so we rule in his favor it really didn't go back to the first amendment right or or didn't, anything didn't like that a, doesn't seem to have set any good president no precedent. it didn't set a good president for the future rulings in my mind whenever i hear they said to refer back to the baker case in my mind after reading the baker case is that these people were treated unfairly they didn't get a fair trial you a bunch of people went out after them but we're going to have to get a clear ruling just like we're waiting for a clear ruling in arkansas on paul's favorite subject which is uh guns guns we'll also be waiting for a clear ruling from the supreme court is does the first amendment right give you the right as a business of who you who you choose to sell associate with or sell with and not and i'm not pleading the case either way but there's not been a clear ruling for either side in the in the lgbt or uh group they thought it was a win in the long run to them because really nothing came out of it. Yeah. Well, so, so from your your impression was it basically um, the Supreme Court said, you know what, when you were violating these people's rights, you were being mean to them, and we didn't like it that you were being mean to them. It's okay if you violate their rights and take away their right to. No, to, to that's be, not what. No, no, that's saying. not what they're saying. Right. I'm just saying, but 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 they wouldn't say it that way, obviously. But they, but were they saying that? Um, it was okay for it was perhaps okay for you to have to have told these people that they're not allowed to discriminate in favor of their own conscience, but you did it in such a um, heavy cruel, handed, way. heavy cruel, heavy handed, cruel way that we're going to rule in favor of the of the baker. Well, yeah, it, they, they did the waters they, way. Basically, what they said is that the, in the case of Colorado, the state of Colorado showed themselves to be prejudiced against the person's religious viewpoint. That's exactly yeah. what they said. Exactly. So, so it wasn't anything about liberty. It was effectively. Well, you can read. You got You can read between the lines on it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. No, they did not just clearly state it was a religious liberty issue. But I think you can apply it towards religious liberty. I'm interested and have extent, been yeah. and have been waiting to see if the the uh, the couple in Portland, Oregon who was fined $135,000 and had shut to there. shut down their bakery uh, will be able to 
go back to work and reopen re- and get their money back and, and, and stuff. And shouldn't they, should they not also be able to sue the city? Yes, for for damages. The state. At the state for damages because how, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of business and opportunities did they lose Absolutely. because the state was violating their Well, rights? here's the other thing, and I think it, it goes a long way in, for instance, in Fayetteville. In Fayetteville, you know, they, they put together that civil rights czar that they've Definitely. got. Uh, it would behoove them to take a real uh-huh. long look at that, knowing that they could be setting themselves up for a very bad court case that could could well, really put the city and, and in danger and of they, some lawsuits. Didn't they act in direct opposition to state law? I mean, yes. It, it was, was it Bart Hester got a bill passed dealing directly? That state law over, 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 uh, overrules the right. local law, yes. Well, I thought, that was, I thought that went without saying, but we have to plug and say something nice about our operator. Uh, politicians in arkansas you know we give them a hard time whenever we disagree with them sometimes but uh but people in portland or washington state if you want to move to arkansas our attorney general mm-hmm. will not try to put you, yeah, out, of put you out of business yes. for your religious beliefs. neither will our legislature neither will our legislator and neither will our governor they they may not be the most conservative we think physically but but socially we are we are a whole lot better off than most of the than most of the country is. So anybody in Washington or Portland or in Oregon, you know, come on to Arkansas. Not that we're going to treat people. Not that we're going to treat people badly, but we're going to try to pre- treat everyone fairly and not maliciously go after anyone. Hopefully, and we won't force you to wear Birkenstock. <laughs> <laughs> and you can pump your own gas. It's a free country, people. <laughs> Did you see the picture yesterday about the women driving in Saudi Arabia? That was some great pictures. The picture I saw was of a little compact car, except you couldn't see the car at all because it had a burqa on it. Oh, that's car. funny. <laughs> it was cute. That's it was funny. Funny. Well, I saw a lot of the pictures of the women over there. Oh, standing man. next to their cars holding their license and the smiles and i thought that was great that was great yeah that was that's awesome. good stuff good but i want to know how those women learned to drive they're all out well, there on the streets all of a sudden so, so they, they told their they told their husbands to show them how to drive the go. doggone car there they've been go. driving with a, you know with a with <laughs> yeah, just a little on. slit there you can't look at somebody's yeah. eyes and tell them no you weren't allowed yeah it cut down on road rage though hey they're having you to say people up don't ever courts. do anything that they're not allowed the women? Elizabeth? absolutely <laughs> Why? because they're not allowed to to commingle in their society so if right. a woman is now arrested or well, arrested gets a ticket you know has an accident they are actually literally setting up special courts with special judges so they can have women you know in these women only courts because of the separation between the sexes i'm not going in to that, that one. culture <laughs> so i'm thinking you know think about so road you think we got a lot of money we're spending <laughs> what would road rage be like over in Saudi Arabia, put my put my 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 camera on here, Russ. I'm I'm thinking. All right, this is what I'm thinking. We'll see smoke coming out there. They'd be, they be driving down the road, and you know somebody cuts you off, and it would be, <laughs> or it would be that kind of stuff. You know, you'd have to be looking at people's eyes. eyes. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to send them the you know the the, the evil the eye. Evil eye. The evil. My my wife would be good over at that. in Saudi Arabia. Don't, don't they don't they show their show their shoe to you or yeah. something? No, they throw the shoe they at you. Throw it, throw it. You remember they when shoes. they threw the the shoe at Bush? Yeah, remember I think, that I think it was I that press do. conference yeah. and the guy threw his shoe at well, Bush. I, I remember when they when it's they pulled insult. the um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Huge. Showing the bottom of your shoe to somebody. They'll bad, teach bad, you bad. that. Bad, bad, bad. When you're in the military, like yeah, when you, you go can't. into different cultures, they tell you you can do this, but don't do this. And one of the things is when you're in the Middle East, you don't cross your right. legs where you got your you put your foot up on your Underneath. knee and show the bottom of your foot uh-huh. at somebody. That's like um, that's like saying like, f you. It's like yeah. slapping them with a glove. No, it's not even. It's worse it's than worse. that. It's is like that if I that? stood up in the thing. restaurant and it's and did a Maxine Waters on you and said, hey, yo. <laughs> <Bad thing. laughs> I'm yelling at you and stuff. It's not a good thing. Uh, you talk no. to anybody who's been in the military about those classes. It's really wild. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that you have here, it's no big deal, but they're not so culturally good. inappropriate. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of that. Uh, it's not to send us to class. We don't have that here in the U.S., but we have it everywhere <laughs> what else. Do they we call it, what do they call it when you appropriate somebody else's culture? What is, what is culture? the term? What's the terminology for that now? There's a word, a phrase for it. Uh, I don't know. I My mean, wife tells me not to use words. No, I don't no, know. no, because I'm a white guy. I shouldn't be you can't making dress. tacos. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you can't dress as an American I'm, Indian for I'm Halloween. Grabbing, I'm taking away somebody's, I'm appropriating somebody's You're, you're appropriating their culture. culture you're, you know? you're taking it away from I'm them. I'm taking that, away their that's culture. That's a compliment. How dare you? Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> let me just say that. I don't have the ability. Most people, I mean, come on. That's just crazy stuff. And that I wonder why crazy. we have no comedy anymore. Because yeah. you can't make fun of anything no, on any level. No, no, Because you're liable to offend somebody. You know do what? That. Be yourself. If it gets you in trouble, just do it. I mean, thank you. <laughs> well, I've kind of always, I've always really that way. You cannot use that terminology. That is a registered trademark. <laughs> is, that, oh, is that right? You okay. just said just do it. You just do it. No, you're, you're gonna I'm going to be sued. Don't say it again. Nike's it's it's it going to cost me money. Nike's is that right? Hush, yeah. Don't be. <laughs> it's just like you can't say, you got to say big game. You can't say the S bowl. Okay. Mm, is that can, right? Yeah, it's a big game. That's what See? it is. See, yeah. I, send me to class. Russ knows what well, I'm talking this, about. You have to send me to class, Dave. I'm from Mountain View, Arkansas. You have to send me to class for all this <laughs> to stuff. To be culturally appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Russ. I was going to say, that's super. When was the last time you had a bowl full of chili? Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. <laughs> well, you yeah, can't I'm call it you. the... I can't, call, I can't call the S-Bowl the S-Bowl. Really? Yeah, if everybody gets, gets all of it. You are kidding me. You, you can refer to a country in Africa as a never mind. You got to say it's the big game or is something there a book? like that. Oh, is there a book, on. Dave, for everything that's that's been trademarked? So if nice. we get too many things trademarked, we'll have to speak in like shorthand <laughs> or something. <laughs> You'll have to just be quiet. Right <laughs> is that what they're trying to, to do? Quiet. Maybe that's it. That's what the left's trying to do, make it so we can't talk. We have to learn how to do hand signals. Yeah, Maxine would certainly like I got a couple hands signals that definitely say what I'm saying. On the way to work. We got to get a break. We got to get a break. Let's do that here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, let's get back to the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, so somebody has sent us a a question for the uh, final hour. Okay. 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 I wrote it down. I'll make sure I ask it, Elizabeth. Thank you. <coughs> I, I know the answer to it. But I've I, heard it discussed a little bit, but I'll let the person know who asked me. Yeah, and we've talked about it before. So I anyway, maybe. here's the bottom line. Don't be spilling your drink now. Good thing she has a <laughs> sippy cup. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's why we, don't let, we don't let you guys bring in, you know, drinks into the studio a lot of times. What are you drinking over there? Hot chocolate? 
Yeah, with coffee. No, with coffee. It's fortified. Oh, okay. Not with alcohol. But it's called mocha. All right. Okay, so we basically went through uh, what the Supreme Court uh, has decided. I'll let you guys talk for a second because I'm going to cough. Elizabeth, did you agree with what the Supreme? My assessment of the Supreme Court that it really didn't refer to the First Amendment or anything; that it was just. I thought it, it was, was kind of a technical point and not really. Did you get any more clarity out of it than uh-huh. I did? No, no, and I'm not happy. Rulings? I don't think it addressed what we all really want to have answered by the Supreme Court. Didn't well, do that's they what took I a technicality and hung their hung their decision on a little tiny technicality. It's going to come back. It's, it's like a politician back. trying to make both sides happy without hurting anyone's feelings in mm-hmm. my opinion. Maybe so. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. And, and so it's I think it was an outrageous case that they needed to rule that way, but maybe they didn't actually want to set any serious precedent. They will be back. I have felt that way <laughs> Often, unfortunately, with the Supreme Court over the last couple of years. I don't know whether it's maybe because they do realize internally that it's 5-4 and perhaps maybe the conservatives don't want to put anything bad into place so they're not pushing the conservative. I don't know, know. but they are not doing what I think they ought to be doing. That doesn't bother the Democrats. (laughs) That doesn't bother the Democrats when they have a majority as far as making anybody mad. They come up with very clear decisions that takes people's freedoms and rights away from them or 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 even take lives away from people so hopefully maybe we need one more conservative judge before the rulings get clear well we have one week to go on the current supreme court um session this week and they've made almost all the rulings so i don't know that we have much hanging out that hasn't been ruled upon and the other big question hanging over everybody is whether or not you know clarence thomas decides to retire well, I and hadn't of course, heard that, that would clear our way. Oh, they've been talking about that. Yeah, he's on there for now, okay, and now wow. Kennedy hopefully, is there. Hopefully, talking. I think and it would we, be interesting to see if both of those justices decide to go at the same time. Ooh, that would be even better. There would be a war. That would be, but we're already in a war. Hey, we okay. Many people, I don't think, realize this. We are in a war now, folks. It's called a culture war, and it's getting serious. Ask Maxine Waters. Hey, when you're in hockey and you get time for a power play, it's time to make a move. So I think right now might be a good time to get that taken care of. I'm waiting for Kennedy. I want to see what Kennedy's going to do. He has mm-hmm. he has Clarence suggested. Thomas and Kennedy. Yeah. He has suggested, and he has made some moves, so to speak. I don't know if he has named his latest young law clerks that are supposed to work with him in the next uh, term i don't believe he has now thomas i understand has so mm-hmm. he's probably That's set an for another year yeah, i mean you look at that and he wouldn't say to a clerk you know yeah you're going to work for me next year and then turn around no, and not you can't. do it you wouldn't do that you wouldn't you wouldn't drop a guy like that or a gal so we'll see what happens i mean there's a lot of people that are that you watch on tv that have been law clerks for supreme court justices i mean Laura Ingram is a perfect example of somebody. Oh, can you imagine all the things you learn? Oh my gosh! What yeah, a well, Ted Cruz. Isn't that how Ted Cruz started? Also, I think he I think did. So. I think yeah. he worked think as well. Right. Yeah, he did. All right, let's get a break in. Uh, we got time to uh, find out what the news is, and then we'll be back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, by the way, uh, there is a brand new country that has started, Asgardia. You heard about Asgardia? What? Yeah, Asgardia was founded 20 months ago. It already has 200,000 citizens. 
a constitution and an elected parliament. It also has a leader. He was inaugurated on Monday. His first name is Igor, I-G-O-R. Um, it you also sure that's not Igor? Yeah. <laughs> it also has grandiose ambitions. It wants to build up a population of 150 million within 10 years. It plans to set up, quote, space arcs, unquote, is this a with a, artificial chain stacks? With art, no, this is true. <laughs> with artificial gravity in outer space, where humans could live permanently, said the head of this uh, country. This day will certainly be recorded in the annals of the greatest events in the history of humankind. We have thus established all branches of government. I can therefore declare with confidence, uh, confidence that Asgardia the first space nation of the united humankind has been born. Asgardia, which is named after Asgard, a word, oh. a world in the sky in Norse mythology, also where Thor lives, by the way, says its uh, citizens now live in more than 200 countries, outnumbering the United Nations 193 member states. And to become a citizen online is free. It wants to attract the 2% of the world's population that is, quote, most creative. And that smokes marijuana. That's what I was Asked about to say. how that was working out so far. The leader said citizenship selection will continue. It might even involve an IQ test. Now, he went on to say he intends to have satellites providing Internet ass access around the globe in five to seven years space arcs operating in 10 to 15 years and finally to establish a permanent settlement on the moon within 25 years as guardians now pay an annual membership fee of 100 euros i don't know what that comes down into dollars and cents it plans to collect taxes on businesses and private income which it says will be kept very low that's what all politicians say. What form of uh, government? For this. <laughs> what form of government? They do all we start have? out low, but it yeah. grows. Quote for this early phase of our our uh, guardian nationhood, I am primarily responsible for its financing, along with a number of other donors who are citizens of Asgardia. See, we already have the elite. The elite already uh, exists as well. What form of government these are, are we the people? Use? These are the people that are going to tax us. I was sitting here thinking marijuana must be really legal there. Yeah, it's, and it must be really thing. good. <laughs> hey, we're going to have a space force. Why shouldn't so, we have a space nation? So did I understand it correctly? There is not actually a place. Right, exactly. This is just an these organization. Are space cadets. Well, now, <laughs> they had their inauguration ceremony... Uh, in Vienna, Austria, yesterday. So, was it a? Did people attend via online? I I don't know. Oh, I, yes. I well, see, just, they don't have a property, you know, Paul. They don't have any property. Mm-hmm. Their property is going to be in outer space. So they're okay. going to they're going to okay. weld together a bunch of places, and then okay. they're, they're going to all shoot a off space into outer arc space with space artificial okay. gravity. And they're going to be right, there for yeah. the rest of their lives. Evidently, yeah. both <laughs> until they no, move until to they the blow moon. a fuse, until <laughs> they pull a fuse. In twenty-five years, they're <laughs> going to be on the moon. Evidently, <laughs> but they're going to be there for the rest of their lives, both minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So he wants to colonize space. Um, Igor does, huh? Okay. 
So well, boy. That's, can can we sign up a bunch of Democrats? Can we sign up Maxine Waters? Yeah, we should send her. She should be one of the first piece, <laughs> people we put on the ark by herself. Um, have you guys been reading about these hypersonic planes they're building? Hmm. Boeing's got one now. Really? It will be able to go from New York to London in two hours. Okay. Travel wow. nearly 4,000 miles an hour. Wow. It's about time. Cross the Atlantic in two hours, cross the Pacific in four hours. Who wants to be on the first flight? I'll take it. You'll take the first I'll flight? I'll go on it. I'm going to wait till they do about 100. Yeah. 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 I'm with you, Roger. I will tell Let's you. wait a while. It is, it is about time. Let's we let have, somebody else test it out. We really haven't had a lot of technological advancements. In flying. Not, no. in, in flying. In flying or in transportation, really, in, in general, for what, 50, 60 years? Yeah. I mean, we, we've had some We've had some, some progress as far as I mean, we've, got, we've got air conditioning in all of our cars now for the most part. And we have pretty pretty cool radios. And, well, the government and our cars made open, us do The doors yet. open for us. Yeah. And um, we have crazy emission systems that probably By the way, I misspoke. I said cross the Pacific in four hours, across the Pacific in three hours. Three hours. Three cool. hours. Cool. Wow. Cool. The, the unmanned aircraft right now, or it's unmanned, is theoretically capable of flying at speeds of Mach 5, which is nearly 4,000 miles per hour. It's almost three times faster than the legendary supersonic Concorde. Uh, Boeing's new plane would be able to cruise at, now the Concorde cruised at 30,000 feet. Feet, yes. The... Uh, this new plane would cruise at, what do you think, Paul? Maybe about 85. 95,000. 95. <laughs> yeah, 90. That'd be on the upper atmosphere. Uh, Did you say up, it was right going to be like a driverless vehicle? Right now, it's, right. It's, <laughs> it is. Right well, now, There it won't is. be a pilot. That's a, well, that's It'll a just great, be on autopilot. Well, that's, that's a great way to test out a new aircraft because you don't have to risk someone's life. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for that. That's pretty cool. Hey, it's I like the three law times, average. I three like times faster than the Concorde. Well, that's How fast. fast did you say it was again? It uh, can go nearly 4,000 miles an hour. Wow. I like to make my decisions on percentages most of the time, so I'm going to wait <laughs> just for more data before I get I'll on I'll take that a flight flight. <laughs> on it. I take it, man. I got a need for speed. I'm just Even on autopilot with no pilot? Uh, I, I say, take Dave, it. We, we can't find a pilot, time, but you know, we'll put you in the back time seat. you're in a plane, do you actually think the pilot's flying you? He's not. He's sitting there letting the computer fly you. Right, but I, I I like to have one there in case it blows a fuse. I know yeah. anything man <laughs> makes what's, what's, can fail. But what's what's he going to do if it blows a fuse? There's no control. There's no mechanical controls in that thing. I assume. Uh, hey, there are. Yeah, they yeah. all could fly it, but I mean, they're all, all a lot of them. I think find it, it, it very interesting least. to try to have to fly yeah. it. Yeah, you can feather the engines, and I mean, a pilot can get really creative I, I suppose, whenever I he's between they, a rock and a hard place. I suppose maybe they can, but I assume a lot of these modern airplanes are the controls are electronic. I'm assuming. I mean, well, I'm assuming there's not a lot of actual physical connection, like the steering wheel on your car is has got a physical length. You can turn the thing if the engine's off. Right, I don't know. I, I would way. think that they'd be able to go on hydraulics if the electronics went out, but I may be wrong. Yeah, maybe Boeing's I chief I don't scientist <laughs> Kevin Bolcut. All right. Said the question is, how fast do you want to go? And how fast is fast enough? <laughs> That's 
pretty cool question. Did he sign up for the ark? Yeah. <laughs> is that sort of like so, asking if you're good. having too much fun? It says yeah, here, that's right. we yeah. know the FFA requires supplemental oxygen above 12,500 feet for more than 30 minutes. So what do you think at 95,000? You're going to have to fly with, you know, a mask on? No, they well, just they just fill the the plane up with oxygen yeah. just like they do now. You fly above 12,000 feet it's on a regular plane all the time. It'd be yeah. pressurized, and so, so I'm, I'm assuming that the supplemental oxygen is for emergencies, and so the well, of so, course. So if you have, That's if in you case have, you have a puncture, if you, have, you lose de- all your, if you depressurize, it's yeah. a, That's so a then, spooky thing to me. Yeah. So, so generally, I think at about at about thirty thousand feet, I think you're operating. I think atmospheric pressure maybe something like five psi, which is about a third of what it is at sea level you know cars were spooky when they came out how about trains when the trains were going across the plains and people were sitting you know, out there the with their horses on yeah. A plane. yeah the jet engines you know everything's spooky to start with but uh i just don't want to be i don't want to be in beta i want to be uh, <laughs> i'm going to wait a little while jet engines are still spooky yeah you've got but they're so, pretty dependable, though. You know, I won't deny they're dependable. The they're, people involved in this are Boeing, NASA, Boom, and Virgin Airlines. Mm-hmm. You know Virgin Airlines. Are all getting in the challenge as they look to develop a hypersonic aircraft. Supersonic is not enough any longer. They want to go, okay. how fast do you want to go? Well, how fast can you go? That's I think a it, big question. I think now. it makes a lot just, of sense to get further up, up up into the atmosphere where the air is thin, because if when the air is thinner, it doesn't take nearly as much energy to push through it. That's called less friction. If you fall from ninety thousand feet instead of <laughs> falling with, from thirty thousand feet, how does much, it mean you're going faster when you hit the ground? <laughs> I'm with RD on this one. <laughs> no, if, if you if you, we'll if you fall out of plane. an airplane at forty at four thousand miles an hour, you know you know how fast four thousand miles an hour is. Yeah, four thousand, two thousand. Yeah, you know how fast a thirty out six goes. You know how fast no, a I bullet don't. Come I, out of, I can shoot. A, I shoot a thirty no, out well, six, so, but so, I don't measure the speed. So a, a, a bullet coming out of a thirty out six, I think, is going. Let's see, it's about three thousand feet per second, and um, so that's probably about twenty five hundred miles per hour. Wow! So the gun will be going faster than no, yeah, this plane will be going faster than the planes. You could shoot at the plane, but the bullet wouldn't catch up. Wouldn't catch up. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, you could shoot back. <laughs> you could shoot backwards, and the bullet would still be moving the wow. other direction. You could shoot out wow. the back of the plane. The bu- bullet would not catch up with, the, or the sorry, the it, it wouldn't, wouldn't stay go, with the plane. It would still be going forwards. Right. Yeah. So if you shot a gun out of the plane, you'd run into the bullets and knock yourself down, huh? Well, if you shot the bullet would hit you. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you shot out the back of the plane, you'd No, I'm talking about shooting us. out the front. If you shot now out the front, you'd run into it. Now we're getting into the, the interesting questions. That if you could drive a car at the speed of light, would the headlights work? Nope. Hmm. No, the, the, no, the light coming out the front would be they going twice as heavy, right? <laughs> no, nope. they wouldn't help so. any. You'd run into something anyway. Yeah, I'm afraid, I'm afraid so. it wouldn't help much. And, what, and right. what do you add to dehydrated water? There you go. You've been reading too Dihydrogen. much science fiction. Dihydrogen monoxide. Important questions to be answered, and we'll think about them. Did you them. just say dehydrated water? Yeah. What do you add to dehydrated water? Dihydrogen monoxide, of course. <laughs> I'm looking at Ross. He said, where did you guys get on this stuff? (laughs) We are way down that rabbit hole now. Quick break. It's uh, about 14 minutes to four. We've got to get some uh, time in here. 
on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Okay, now what? But there's, <laughs> you're telling me about super silos or something? The, uh, what is this? The, the National uh, NSA folks, it was on Drudge a couple of days ago. Yeah. They have these. These um, people that really care about our well-being, right? Huge, yeah, huge physical facilities in like, I forget how many, eight or ten different American Where, skyscrapers citizens. Skyscrapers or something? They're huge buildings that are, of course, very nondescript. Right. And the article talks about how uh, AT&T, and some of the other data providers. Ding, ding, ding. And if you any, any of you out there know what the Internet backbone is, these are part of the backbone of our Internet and how they are routing the data through these um, facilities, of course, that belong to the NSA. Mm-hmm. You know, has to do and with data collection. all the information out of them. Everything you've ever thought about going into your phone or anywhere else electronically is apparently being run through every one of them. Okay, so I want to give a reason why you should always own a gun. All right. A New Zealand man who had traveled to Virginia to meet a 14-year-old girl he communicated with online was shot by the teen's mother Friday night. Good for her. Troy George Skinner, 25, was shot after he allegedly smashed through a glass door and attempted to enter the Goochland home. Goochland County Sheriff James Agnew said. Uh, I guess there's a Goochland, Virginia, that that, that place people live. Skinner bought duct tape and a knife after he arrived in the U.S. The mother saw Skinner enter her home and warned him a few times (laughs) that she had a gun. Then she fired after he broke the glass door, striking Skinner in the neck, who remains hospitalized. Agnew, the sheriff, said, All I can say is the manner in which he attempted to enter that home in the face of a firearm pointed at him and the implements we recovered from him, the only inference is that he had very bad intent. No kidding. The uh, sheriff added that Skinner's arrival to the U.S. was totally unexpected. Skinner will be charged with breaking and entering with a deadly weapon with intent to commit a serious crime. New Zealand police said they've offered their help to U.S. authorities. What kind of food I just is want, this guy? I, I wanted to say, I wanted to go back and look at what the, the sheriff said. All I can say is the manner in which he attempted to enter that home in the face of a firearm pointed at him, I would have went on to say, proves how stupid the guy was. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What a total fool. I mean, seriously, what a fool. Okay, so, so he's from New Zealand. Sorry. So he's yeah. from New Zealand. What did he think about that? Did he think it was a, a toy gun or something? I, mean, I have no man, idea what he thought. Someone's pointing a gun at me. I'm going to think twice about continuing to break the window down and, and break the door down and try to get in. I mean, I'm a landlord. I, I, I get into some of my, t- my, my rent houses sometimes, but I try to announce my presence. I don't want to get shot by someone who might even be just um, 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 trespassing. If someone's on the other side of a glass door and pointing a gun at me, I'm not going to break through that thing. Does it say the guy was on drugs or anything, Dave? <laughs> he sounds like he was out of say. his mind crazy. He looks kind of nuts. He sounds I mean, out of his know, mind crazy. You know, he looks nuts. And then uh, the other story I thought was interesting here, uh, a 13-year-old North Carolina boy is working to gain full range of his left arm after a UTV accident left him with a severed limb. Tyler Hughes who was out riding with friends in January when the uh, vehicle's roll bar landed on his arm, has undergone six surgeries since the traumatic injury. 
quote, it was a complete out-of-body experience while we were waiting for EMS to arrive, says his mother, uh, Hughes, whose quick thinking helped save her son's life, wrapped a scarf around his injury to stop the heavy bleeding. Mm -hmm. She said she knew that it was more than a broken limb when she saw how far away the lower part of his arm was from the rest of his body. At the time, I didn't even realize my decision to use the scarf as a tourniquet was so crucial. I was on autopilot, said the mom. The team was airlifted at, to Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center, where surgeons worked for nine and a half hours to reattach his arm. And they're saying the injury did not suffer the major nerve supply to the arm, which allowed for the successful reconstruction of the blood supply He's going to have complete use of his arm again. Unbelievable. That's microsurgery. That's amazing. You can can put bones back together. You can put ligaments and muscles back together. But I just haven't, I guess they haven't figured out how to put the wiring back together. You're going to talk about crazy crimes. Oh, yeah. The woman. That that story there is about the woman who attacked her ex boyfriend (laughs) with a machete and forced him to make love to her. Hmm. Woman forces ex to have sex at machete point. In Montana, 19-year-old. Hmm. I'm going, this is a moment that I'm going to be really honest. If, oh, there, no. if there's a lady out there that is that bound and determined to have sex with me, holding me at machete point is not going to work. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm no, just saying. Right. There's things the that will not work. When you threaten me with See, a machete, kind of and that's what I'm thinking. This going to work really, really well. <laughs> I mean, come on. Holy. Oh, come on now. I don't believe this, this, this story. Right from the article. The victim told Great Falls Police that <clears throat> he had become aroused by seeing her without her undergarments. The man added <laughs> oh, man. that afterward he attempted to push her off and end the um, oh, event. Trist. But she bit his arm. Yeah, he had a bite mark. I, I mark. Too I heard about that. We won't go on and on wow. about the details. Man, these yeah, stories are starting to sound more and more like some show that I just got done binge watching called Saving Hope. <laughs> it's a Canadian supernatural so, so, hospital drama. Do, do we know? Do we know if drugs were involved? It doesn't say. Obviously, Sorry. <laughs> I love that one show. On, was a Discovery Tales from the ER. Some of the weird, some of the weird stuff that happened in the ER. Hell, we thought he was dead, and all of a sudden he was walking again, and things of that nature is really wild uh, stuff. But yeah, I I saw that story earlier today, and I. Uh, I'm sorry. Now you got me looking. Elizabeth reading all the stories now. I mean, there's some weird news Man out there. Man sprinkles cocaine over Nashville police officer's yeah. head to destroy the evidence. Yeah, that's not <laughs> real <crazy>. smart. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Somebody's officer, what are you doing all that coke for? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's trying to arrest me because he's the one that had the coke, not me. Uh. We'll talk about it when we get back on the Dave Ellswick Show. <laughs> all right, let's move into the final hour with the uh, power panel today on this Tuesday on the Dave Ellswick Show. Got uh, some more stuff to talk about. Uh, some states now have filed suit against uh, the uh, administration. Let me get the latest on that. This is from Daily Caller. 17 states. Wait. 
and Washington, D.C. are suing the Trump administration over the separation of illegal immigrant families at the border. New York, California, and 15 other states led by Democratic attorneys. Uh, General filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court in Seattle today, marking the first legal action taken by states in response to the Trump administration's zero-tolerance immigration policies and the resulting separation of families. Uh, That, according to the AP, the situation at the border has been described by critics of the current administration as a humanitarian disaster It only began when Trump became president. didn't happen during the time Obama was. Uh, Having issued a clear warning, the administration is attempting to prosecute all illegal immigrants crossing into the U.S., although resources are stretched thin. The administration's decision to fully enforce U.S. immigration law has led to the separation of family units caught crossing into the U.S., in a manner in violation of U.S. law. More than 2,000 illegal immigrant children were separated from their parents prior to a recent executive order from the president that would detain illegal immigrant families together rather than separate them. Customs and Border Protection has reunited over 500 children with their parents since the zero-tolerance policies went into effect. Nonetheless, the outrage (laughs) persists. Thousands of activists and demonstrators protested in cities across the country in defense of illegal immigrants, calling for an end to the separation of families at the border. And uh, just goes on and on. Are these states applying the same principle to their own state, county, and city? So if we take this principle, then everybody that breaks the law, if you're selling meth and you've got your child in the back, and uh, so we're going to build a facility so we can arrest you for meth and selling meth and take you down to the local county jail. And we're going to have it built in a way so you can take care of everybody and their children <laughs> in separate cells because we can't have children in the cell with other criminals. I know their parents might be on drugs, and and uh, but if we just keep them all different jails, what would that cost? And how stupid can you be to require Donald Trump to do that at the border when you're not doing it in your own state? I don't know. It's an interesting. Am I crazy? It's an interesting suggestion, I guess. But uh, you know, looking back at the at the Stanley case here in Arkansas, they were accused of crimes or accused of stuff, but it, it wasn't proven. Um, exactly. I could see some, maybe some 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 reasonable things to do there where you'd keep the family together but you know when someone is caught and they're pretty obviously a murderer would you keep them with their family i i they think you probably wouldn't i think you'd probably separate them can you imagine the facility that you would have to build that if you didn't think that they were a danger that you keep everybody in a separate cell with their family members at the county jail has anybody been to the county jail lately i I just want to know but here's here's the here's the problem with what you're saying rg the people on the left when you deal with illegal immigration do not see that as a true crime when you Um, even even when you read the uh the local paper they don't see it as a crime. Because they don't think we should have borders. That's because correct. Because they think we don't have a country 
because they think, I guess, that we can take on anybody and everybody that comes here, and the magic money tree will take care Remember of all of Remember what Milton Friedman said. You cannot have open borders in a welfare state. Nope. It's not possible. Folks, it's just not, not possible. Well, we're definitely living in a welfare state. Yeah. We better start. Yeah. No, we got that part. We definitely have that part. Just, and tell me I'm we're not you. in a war. We are in a culture war mm-hmm. now, already as we speak, but, but, people. But it's the truth, though. What I'm, what I'm saying yeah, is exactly. the truth. They do not see. You You know, you want to talk about crime. They'll say, but illegal immigration, that's not, not like going out and robbing somebody. Well, what if you – Canada or nowhere else just lets people come through with no reasons and just sign them up on their on Yeah, but the they get free health care. On, on, on welfare, well, hey, hey, we got three hundred thirty thousand people has got free health insurance. I don't know. It sounds like their health care is really bad, but they got the insurance anyway. I don't know. Sometimes I think we ought to change the license plate from the land of opportunity to the welfare state. But, well, but uh, anyway, the land of protection. You know what I'm? You understand what I'm saying? It, it, oh because yeah. So they just do you can't not draw the parallel they do there. Not, yeah, they can't draw the parallel. They'll just, they'll not accept it. That's all I'm saying because. They don't see crossing the border illegally to illegally partake in America is wrong. They just don't see it as being wrong. Is there a law? Is there a law? Well, yeah, there's a law, but do we abide by the law? Doesn't matter. Or the law, oh, the law is no, irrelevant. See, you know, it's we, it's yeah, irrelevant, irrelevant because they don't think that it's important. We pick and choose which laws we this want. This laws something. are only good for people, moral people who agree to be, you know, to follow them. Well, freedom, right? freedom is good for moral people. Laws are, we, we kind of we make laws because we have bad people. Is that why we have twenty five hundred laws a year? But the only other, the only people who follow laws are law abiding citizens. That's well, you have case. to deal with reality. Some people are not living in reality. Reality no. is you have to, you do have to have laws. And rela- reality is you can think whatever you want to think, but it does not change the law. I I agree with that, but you would not get a lot of people on the left to agree with that. I'll just <laughs> tell you right now. I just wonder how this is all going to change after the next election cycle, mm-hmm. if at all. I hope it does. We better get to work. So, so is California going to... Well, that's gonna, part of the picture, yeah, with 18% of the people voting. If you're conservative out there, folks, do not sit home. we got to get you out. We've got to save this country. We've got to save the House. So, so, we got to save So is California going to get their their split up into three states amendment Could passed? Could they, 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 it's got on the ballot. It's, it's, on, the it's, ballot. it's on the ballot. So it's what's going to happen if that passes? Is Congress going to well, authorize it? I don't want to see it happen because all that it will do is you can figure that the way it will work out is that you'll end up with six senators from California. California. Which means? The pop, uh, possibly two would be conservatives. The other four would be liberal. And Lord knows how many congressional districts we're talking about as a friend of mine loves to point out we are restricted by law to 535 lawmakers legislators doesn't yeah it doesn't matter how many states we have guess what that means somebody else is going to have fewer because of all those people and all and that's the other restricted to 535 or the 435 
Well, there's a you know there's a limit. That's the only number that you can have. So So if you bring in a bunch of illegals and you add you know whatever because Mm -hmm. you're redrawing districts and everything, it's the same argument. We we are shortchanging real Americans somewhere else in this country on their voting and their representation. Mm -hmm. Look at all the job extra jobs that would provide. You know you would have. Three times the jobs. You think? Yeah, three times the government. Oh, the government extra. jobs. Three times yeah, the right. attorney general. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Three times the, the state education department. <laughs> three like, times the state police. Well, and you DHS. Can, can Excuse we, me. Can, can, we let, can, we just do a, can we just convince them to maybe secede? I don't know that that would be better or worse. Prosperity well, is on the way. Because, see, you know, that thing about you vote with your feet. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wonder, first of all, if we have three states over there on the West Coast, mm-hmm. how much migration is going to start to occur. Because well, I know I would live in starting. most of those. They're getting it's out already of California. Yeah, right, the thing California. Is, so you might actually have the people in Arizona. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. All right, so so some of the people that are trying to leave California right now because of the stupid policies they have, maybe yep. they'll stop leaving. Because of the taxes. And, and maybe they'll stop leaving the 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 areas that are more conservative and, and stay there i don't know and then the, the places that are that are nut job crazy maybe they'll just kind of fall in on themselves hopeful thing bat guano idiots that's what i think hey bat guano is good for stuff something and, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I guess. And, and just to think about what we're saying arkansas has more miles uh per capita of roads than california does and we have more I mentioned states. That to is, somebody it, is it yesterday. only per capita or is it yep. total I know it may be total. I, I think, think you're right. I'm total. thinking about state government employees. We have more California has more state government employees per capita than we do, and I believe Arkansas has more roads more for the state, more roads, miles of road than total. But than we California need more taxes does. for more roads. Our state our has more road. miles than right. almost anybody. Well, you know, because of the way we're geographically positioned you know, with the mountains and so mm, forth and so on. Think the, about going from Fayetteville to Jonesboro. You can't do it unless you come down to Little Rock, right? Oh my goodness! So we got oh that my. issue all over the state. You can't mm. go from Fayetteville to the northeast, north, sorry, southeast part of the state very easily. Three hundred. That's why I. I say we Good. we raise taxes Good. to work on getting the transporter. Hmm. Well, I tell you what, I know who I'm going to volunteer go. to put on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I've got I got a question for you all, and uh, we'll see if any of you can get it. Twenty one years ago, something appeared in America today and took America by storm. What was it? 21 years ago, this took America by storm. Hmm. What was it? 21 years ago. That Mm -hmm. would have been 1998. Was that the internet? No, 97. 97? What was it? What would have happened in 97? Mm -hmm. Today? June 26, 1997. This, This hit... American culture, and nothing has been the same since. What was it? Hmm. Boy. J.K. Rowling released what would go on oh. to become one of the most popular oh, stories yeah. ever told. Hmm. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That's a Satan. That's 21, Satan. 21 years ago. Doesn't seem that long, does it? Think of it, it happened 20, 20 years before that. It would have been branded as... Is witchcraft it was already never, branded as witchcraft right. it, are you re, but, don't but you it remember but it didn't stick they tried to keep it out of the public libraries and all kinds of stuff really and they're yeah. still doing that they're still taking it out of a lot of libraries 
Really? It's a Satanistic book. Don't there's a, there's you know? a lot of relatively conservative people that that read it, which I don't really understand why they do. But but there's a lot of relatively conservative because, people that promote because it because it's such. fantasy and it's just well, it's fun. I mean, I think J.R. Tolkien was a preacher, wasn't he? You know J.R. I mean? Tolkien and, and that's yeah. Tolkien. Tolkien, Tolkin is different yeah. from Rowling, but yeah, Tolkien right. was the um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings and was Rowling, right, but was it's, a, it's similar. I mean, I it's know. similar. I haven't read the Harry fantasy. Potter series, but it's fantasy. That's fantasy. right. Yeah. I wish people could tell reality from fantasy right now. <laughs> now. Some of the people that are signing up to get on the next arc and put a rocket ship on the back of it. But, are going 95,000 miles up into the air on a plane. I just think I mean, it's pretty – it's, a, well, it's an interesting – It's an interesting thought 21 years ago mm-hmm. that, that, move, that that book hit the shelves for the first time. And, man – they, she, that woman sold a lot of books. She made a lot of money. Yeah. I gar- it didn't increase her IQ, but it did <laughs> make her a lot of money. I just wonder how her book sales have maybe perhaps slowed up a little in the last she's few done, years. She's they? done well with some uh, other stuff. She's She wrote under another pseudonym, another, other, yes. another pen name, and uh, did some, uh, I think, kind of like uh, Agatha Christie uh-huh. type books and has done all right and and now she's got the books that they're making in the movies about uh the different animals and all that other crazy stuff that's going on that newest movie coming out this summer i think i think that helps tourism in england oh i'm sure it does <laughs> try to find hogwarts you know you oh, find yeah. hogwarts oh yeah all right i want to let me i'm going to grab and take a ride on my broom I'll be back with more here in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, let's continue. Did you all know that uh, they are rolling out newly redesigned driver's licenses now in Arkansas? Yep. The Arkansas Department of Finance and Administration says the rollout will begin July 9th at certain offices. The new design will be available by August 28th statewide. The new license includes images of the gold front doors of the Arkansas Capitol, as well as diamonds. The back of the license features a full image of the Capitol. The department says there are 2.15 million active driver's licenses in Arkansas in 2017, along with 353,000 ID cards. My question is a simple one. How come? Why? You're he supposed to say. worship the Capitol. They're the ones that makes all the decisions. Just saying, I, wonder, I wonder why. I mean, well, why would you waste the money? It probably a security thing of some sort. Now, we just <laughs> had to switch cars, and I ended up getting a different license plate for one of my other cars when I renewed yeah. the tags. And someone pointed out to me, I was like, why do I have to have a new plate? Well, there's new security stuff built into it. Um, on the light on your on the metal license, license on the actual plates? metal license plate yeah what um, is on there it's it's like the Bar holographic code? it's kind of like the holographic stuff you see on a driver's license or hmm. on a dollar bill maybe those those hidden you turn it a certain way you can you see, see certain things hmm. and apparently it shows up you know like at night it it you can you know if you shine a light on these license plates you'll see those security things it's to cut down on people uh you know stealing license plates and hmm. remaking them and all that yeah. stuff so i was told but, you know, I mean, I had a perfectly good license plate. Why did I have yeah. to get another one? The government's got to be able to track you some way. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
got a computer chip in it. Yeah, so I'm just saying. I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I I know what is that uh, that <laughs> real <laughs> license that they wanted to real go ID. to. You know, the, the real ID, the enhanced driver's license. Now I understand yeah. that's still. We're, they're still working towards that, folks. I mean, that's oh, yeah. happening. You've got to do that, or you will not be able to enter. You, can't, you won't be able to get on a what, plane. Two more years, or get uh-huh. on a plane. Are they going to discriminate on these new license plate and ask you if you're male or female, and I, make you have to make a choice? Well, that's well, going to be interesting. Forty-seven choices, different choices, <laughs> <laughs> thirty-seven, something like that. Yeah, I, that's going to that is that's going to be interesting to see what happens as far as that occurs. As far as uh, license, you know, licenses go, because people think, is, is it going to have M and F or just O? You know, other optional. How many choices? Optional. A, all of the above. You know, whatever. Is it male or female? Yes. Well, yeah. People might think I'm being crazy, uh, but uh, hey, we nobody had, would think about that. We know it. <laughs> okay, here you go. Well, no, wait, no, wait. He's, he's, but hey, if people don't know, we had this discussion about birth certificates at the yes, state capitol, did. didn't we, Dave? Yeah, we did. If people think that, if you think that that this is nuts, it really went on about birth certificates. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Well. Yeah. It, it, you didn't have to you didn't want to pick so yeah i don't want to pick bar- what sex my child is although and as i've said i've never been in a delivery room yeah where the doctor goes it's uh um, i don't know um, not sure i'm not sure and, and yeah. to, be, to be fair that does happen on very rare occasions Every once where it's in a great ambiguous, but, wow. but that's i think it's probably you can do a dna test it is i think we can possible i'm saying that's probably below one percent I suspect it's probably below one tenth. Okay, well that's fine. Then. Yeah, way way saying. below. Okay, you got thirty seconds. What? DFNA new licenses, new security features. Every card holder's personal information photo with a ghost image signature, security laminate, which increases durability, makes it more tamper resistant. Orientation for those under the age of twenty-one is a vertical instead of a horizontal, makes it more easily understandable that you're not of twenty-one years of age. All right, we'll talk more. We'll talk more when we come back. But first, let's find out what's happening around the world right now. All right, last about 24 minutes with the power panel today here on the Dave Ellswick Show. If you weren't here earlier, we uh, spoke about what was going on uh, as far as the Supreme Court today. They, um, four, well, three decisions today, one yesterday, total of four in the last uh, two days, all of them. Uh, falling firmly on the conservative side, so uh, good that that's happening. Uh, while we got just the last few moments here today, guys, as you know, last week the Supreme Court ruled that states have the right now to levy sales tax on the Internet. So with that in mind, and here comes uh, Elizabeth, let's get her into the discussion here as well. I talked a little bit about this yesterday with the folks from conduit for action with uh, joe and brenda what do you believe is going to be the result of this as far as our state legislature goes i mean i would assume that as quickly as they can they will move to be able to levy sales tax on the internet what do you think they're going to try to do as far as use that money for? Any ideas what you think that they might be 
might be thinking over in the Marble Palace? You don't even have to ask me. You know? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to ask Obama you what, what you think. You think it's going to be for that? Obamacare, because it's $9.8 billion, and the percentage goes up every few years on the percentage that we have to pay. So it's it's a train wreck. $9.8 billion moving up. So we have to pay a higher percentage all the time. We're on the verge of bankruptcy. They're, and they're also going to claim it's not a tax, tax increase. Oh, no, they're going to say it was – already attacked it, it should law. have been there it was already there it was in the law and so there was an exemption so if we remove the exemption it's not a tax increase mm-hmm. even though you have to pay more in, out of your pocket yeah i still don't understand how so so the supreme court says that i guess they're saying that well states can charge taxes for out-of-state purchases how are they going to collect it well, look at the internet download fee right i mean so how, how do you but how do you, in how arkansas, do you collect we that, need the money arkansas for, can't can't tell people in kansas you've got to work for the state of arkansas and collect taxes for us i'm sorry, sorry. Actually, that's what the supreme, the supreme court, court just said they, they can they, but, but how are they going to how do they enforce that the supreme court going to say you know what you've got to go over and and you've got to actually work for the state of arkansas what will happen is if you're not uh collecting the state tax because the state's going to find out who's buying what and they're going to come to you and say where's the state income tax that you collected sales tax, sales tax. you know what sales we, tax that you collected and if you don't have it they're going to take it from wherever you got money right so is, is this Look, is, so this like going to be a now. bunch of federal lawsuits wow. for the from the state of arkansas suing a whole bunch of little mom and pop shops all over the country it could be Wow, I look at all waiting. the jobs this is going to provide. <laughs> you got all these new tax all money? Attorneys so, work so, so, yeah. so, so the, then so we're going to need tort reform. <laughs> so, 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 this, so Leslie Rutledge is now going to have the, an excuse to hire a whole bunch of extra attorneys to sue the, the 47 million different private um, internet s- sellers across the country who say, we don't, we're not going to collect sales tax. What's going to happen is that a lot of those companies are going to go out of business because they will not be able to comply. Yeah. Well, that's a sad point. Well, and I want to see the first small business online seller that sues for discrimination because if I'm an online seller, I now have to deal with tax you know, rates all across the country and all these different states and all these different collection methods where the next guy down the road with the brick-and-mortar store doesn't have to. That's discriminating against me. Well. Right, and, and so so, how many different tax jurisdictions are there? It's like what forty seven thousand or something oh like that. The thing. It's a Don't nightmare. get me started it's on that. That was one of the stupidest things that the legislator, legislator, the legislator, did in the state of Arkansas, where all the businesses in Arkansas that if you deliver to different areas, you have to deliver with a right taxes on there for the area that it's in and you have to keep it separately Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you can send each area the correct amount for the area that it's in so you've got different parts of the county different part uh different cities that you deliver all over the state not to mention put not, not to mention all of this different data that you're giving to the government that's more it's more data all the part time. of the reason that i'm opposed to sales tax is fourth amendment grounds it's because I, I think people should be allowed to be private and keep their own data to themselves without having to turn over all this data to the government and and so i, I think that the reasonable solution to this problem where where brick and mortar stores kind of have a disadvantage to the internet sales from out of state i think the reasonable solution here is to eliminate eliminate the sales tax and, and go to something that isn't um, so hard on local brick and mortar stores. 
fix the problem. You're talking about having to cut the cost of government now by cutting too much taxes. That would be unconservative. Even if you make it (laughs) revenue, even if you make it revenue neutral, I think it would be better. But ideal, you cut government enough to just eliminate the sales tax. But even if you make it revenue neutral, I think that would be better than what we have. Now, I'm going to tell him one thing, just one thing real quick. Paul, there is no such thing as revenue neutral. It does not exist. Well, well, of of, of course, they're going to figure out a way to make this revenue neutral thing be to their favor. In other words, government grows. When someone says that something is revenue neutral, I've got news for you. They're lying. (laughs) It's not the truth. They're going to probably figure out a way to make it um, revenue positive for them. There is no doubt. I can't even imagine the nightmare. Literally, we used to run a packing shipping business Mm -hmm. we did deliveries and other work across county lines different sales taxes we gave it up because we didn't have the overhead to deal with all the different tax rates and And we were only dealing with four different counties it was just getting a little weird so i think this is i think this is this is one of those examples this is one of those examples of, of a regulation that a giant corporation can absorb Sure. Because you know, a lot you, easier. So you, yeah. you, you get a, a giant box store corporation that has stores in almost every county in the country. They can figure out the tax code situation because they already have it in their database for the most part. But what if you have a, a little mom and pop shop that has two employees? Yep. Yeah. And, and, and yep. so, so, so this, this database, this application, this process that, that, that the big giant box store corporation has, it doesn't really cost them much of anything because they can absorb it. And it's and it's easy. They already have, already have the data. They just have somebody write a program for it. No big deal. The mom and pop shop. What if it costs them three million dollars to to make it possible to collect sales tax in the forty seven thousand different jurisdictions or whatever it is for sales tax? Sorry, this is this is. I think this is one of those things that's liable to be a one more thing that that um, that takes away competition because you you red tape them to the desk. It may just hasten the. Um extinction of well of of brick and mortar stores i mean Uh seriously yeah that's what they were talking about this earlier well maybe the small mom and pop well a lot of them well hey it's going it's it's already happening it's It's just already it's just like the tire tax the perfect example of what you're talking about is the tire tax or the Mm -hmm. tire removal fee it's not i I apologize everybody it's a a tire removal Removal fee fee. 31 pages of it the tire removal fee if you don't have if you don't have internet connection you don't have a computer you can't get an account but all the big tire stores were supporting i talked to to uh, one of the people in the house and they Mm -hmm. said well hey i talked to this guy he said he was all for it that's because he owned a big store and he could do it, and honest well, competition could. So, so that's the reason we need consultants and attorneys up there, so they can help us get that kind of oh, stuff done. That's right. That's right. So, and right. that's the reason people get five hundred thousand dollars under oh, the table. Okay, that's kind of neat. But and so, so the cool thing about the internet sales has been that a lot of really small operations could compete with the big operators because you know people can 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 go to auctions and they can find find good deals and stuff, and then they sell it on the internet, and and they could compete with Walmart for crying out loud. All these little, little people that can do that, but with a with a system like what we're talking about, where you're going to force people to collect sales tax, you know, it may just be that. So Arkansas decides, you know, everybody everybody in the country has to collect sales tax for for every county, every city in Arkansas. So that, guess what happens? It may just be that a lot of these different um, sellers throughout the country will say, "We don't sell to Arkansas." 
Well, here's one good for you, is that for everybody who says this is a blow to have equal, you know, shopping between brick-and-mortar stores and, and, and on no. online stores, no. I'll tell you what it is. This is nothing but a money grab. That's exactly all it is. It is a huge, huge money grab. And like so many other arguments, they use some bogus excuse that has really no grounding in reality. If nothing else, it's going to put small well, businesses out of business. It's all about the money. Well, about people doing saying, it at home. Well, there, there's some there's some grounding of truth. I, I, there there's an argument. There, there's, it's valid that some of these some of these brick and mortar stores they're having a hard time competing with online sales. Of course, they could just get into on, online sales business themselves, and they can compete. But the, the the idea of brick and mortar stores is kind of becoming obsolete on some level anyway. Because the fact is that you know that 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 brick and mortar store that costs you. Five thousand dollars a month to, to to keep open because of the just the rent. That doesn't necessarily make very much sense if you can do it in your in, in the in the in the metal building behind your house and sell to people online. Well, since when is it the government's job to help make business be more equitable? Hey, how many jobs do you think you can provide with all that with all that mm-hmm. tax money? We're, mm-hmm. We live in a state mm-hmm. of Democrats that have a different letter by their name but if, if people out there listening don't know we've already passed an internet internet download fee in last <laughs> session there was an internet download fee passed in last session now i don't know if they've figured out how to charge it yet yeah. but so, it was passed and it wasn't so talked this, about so this much means because the it gets, gets an opportunity to know everything you download now I guess they're going to they're going to have a fee for internet downloads. You know, uh, it was done in the premises to help our veterans. You know, they had to tack tack it to a veterans bill, which I'm not. I was all for giving the veterans a break, but I thought after five years that it would be uh, revenue neutral. Well, no, I think it, was, I think it was, wasn't it. Re, it was revenue neutral. It was yeah. revenue neutral now, but the idea was, I think that the it was not going to be revenue neutral in five years. It was actually going to be gain positive. Money. It was, it was right. something like that, and so right. That, that, I think that's so. It's it's a it's it might a way to, be misleading. Was that a way for them to raise taxes without raising taxes? Well, like Dave says, they they lowered one tax, they added three, and the three will be here forever <laughs> and grow perhaps and grow. So mm-hmm. and as more people stay, because the veterans will stay more in Arkansas, and that's something that needed to be done by cutting the the taxes on their retirement, but. As more people stay, they'll pay more taxes. So the the Republican idea of less is more come out in five years and actually grew as Donald Trump is growing the economy as he cuts regulations and cuts taxes. But it just seems like we've got a different philosophy in Arkansas. Here you go, guys. Uh, This came from a listener uh, who believes that collecting um, sales tax on the Internet is the way to go. Okay. Okay. This is what he did. And he sent me this uh, information. It says, by some estimates, doesn't say who the sum is, but by some estimates, the ruling by the Supreme Court about online sales tax uh, would open the door to the collection of anywhere from $13 billion to $23 billion annually in online sales tax revenue. And, of course, it goes on to say many states already are poised to pass legislation that will enable them to collect taxes on online purchases. Now, my question to that is why should we be 
happy with that, of taking that money that is coming out of the pockets of of uh, people in this country. Why would you champion that? Why do you believe, and, uh, and this person believes this, there's no doubt about yeah. it, that the government can use that money better than the average person can use it who is out there trying to make his way al- along in the world. It's got to go to the government. We need billions more dollars for inefficiencies that are happening in our local, our state, and our federal government. Let me just ask, do you believe that if all this money pours into Arkansas, that suddenly in Lone Oak County they're going to have a emergency call center that actually uh, benefits the whole county in a way that you make one call and you'll get the right person? No, that won't happen. They will waste this money just the way they waste their money all the time. This person mentioned that we need more roads in Arkansas. Are you out of your freaking mind? No, we don't. What we need is better roads where the cars are at. We don't need just more roads in the state of Arkansas. If we took the money and dispersed it correctly, it's one of the few things that Jeremy Hutchinson actually presented a few years back that made sense. I Don't even get me started. You (laughs) honestly believe, honestly believe deep down in your soul of souls that the government is going to do better with that money than the average American. You, sir, that's the kind of stuff, that's the kind of thought that does make me sick. Yeah, well, it really yeah. makes me physic, almost physically ill. Okay, we take a break here on the <laughs> Dave Ellswick Show. All right, again, I go back and say, as I have said to this person, because they're always, this just makes the, the you know things equal or whatever, uh, that's never been what this has been about it's been about money when you listen to womack talk when he was pushing this up in uh, washington dc constantly and and the supreme court happened to fall his way on this it's about money he talked about how much money this would raise that's what you always hear when you hear about we need to have uh, the sales tax on the internet uh, you, you know they'll give it they'll give it lip service. Yeah, this is going to help the brick and mortar stores. But think of how much money it raises. I, I look. I heard it in the in the halls of the house two years ago when they were trying to run the bill to get people to agree to an internet sales tax before this. But they couldn't get it passed because the Supreme Court had always ruled against it. Now they'll. They'll have no problem whatsoever getting what they want, and they look at, oh, look at all the money we're going to get. It's, as far as I'm concerned, it's still unconstitutional. The, the, the U.S. Constitution says it is illegal to um, tax imports. When you're bringing in, in, in products from other states, as I understand it, there are, there are tax documents that, that, that classify out-of-state goods as, as imports. I'm sorry. These are imports being taxed by the states. You'll have to fight that in court. Paul, that's right. all I can tell you. Paul, have you ever been in a committee meeting when they're talking about passing a bill that's going to create jobs <laughs> and everybody's thinking about all their nieces and nephews and everybody when they say, uh, uh, this job that we're creating, what is it going to pay and what are the benefits going to be? When, before they vote, they're actually asking. They're saying, hey, before we – you know, I've got somebody in mind for this job, <laughs> but I've actually heard them in committee meeting 
They say, hey, we're getting ready to create some jobs. Have anybody defined on how well this job's going to pay? But but sadly enough, you know, we had the same thing, Dave, with the wholesale gas tax. The wholesale gas yeah. tax. It was it was the same battle, but but and that was the governor trying to raise the taxes so we could build more roads in the state of See, Arkansas. I don't think it's about building more roads. It's about you know expanding the roads that you have and making your infrastructure better that you already have. You don't need out in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas four lane superhighways. Well, there's well. The, the federal government wants us to have those roads. The federal government wants us to have them. You know, there's an Agenda 21. That's not a tin hat theory either. It's real. And they want big super highways from Canada to Mexico to run back and forth. And they, they need to run through Arkansas for it. And Arkansans get a bargain. But I think the real thing is the money, Dave. We had the guy on here pushing the infrastructure deal for Donald Trump. Yeah, we heard it, about that. Yeah, we yeah, heard him. It was a association that represents concrete companies, construction companies, <laughs> and people that sell heavy that equipment. That would benefit. That will benefit from it. And that's the people that thinks that we need and to build more highways. It's basically corporate welfare. Yeah. That's really what it is. They're, they're mean, make, the, some of these big corporations are making the case for for outlawing corporate involvement in in political activity that that when you've got these giant corporations that aren't very accountable and they're and they're using their 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 power we got one minute left to advocate for for government policy that pers- that 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 expressly or that uh, clearly benefits themselves 30 seconds hey at least the democrats <laughs> called it a stimulus package they were honest <laughs> All right. Anything you'd like to add into this, Elizabeth? Thanks for having me today, Dave. All right. Elizabeth and, of course, Sardee and Paul. Thanks, y'all. Yes, sir. We'll see you again next Tuesday. Bible Guys are next. Got a couple of questions. You got one? Send it to BibleGuys at SalemLR.com. Man, look at Billy breaking it, man. He's dancing, brother. He's dancing. You got to like that song. It's a good life. Good song. Uh, Scott's not here today. He had to um, had some important uh, business, church-related business uh, over at Agape Church, so he will not be here today. But Steve is here from Agape. Billy is here, and uh, he has joined us. And I've got a question for you guys right off the bat that was sent to us. By the way, you can always send your questions uh, to uh, BibleGuys at SalemLR.com. They end up in my inbox, so... Then I read them uh, when we get on the show. Or if you want to call right now, 823-0965, 823-0965. Good afternoon, Dave and pastors. I have heard your program a time or two when work isn't too busy and I have a question. Uh, this came up in a sermon at my church a few weeks ago. Is it ever excusable to specifically choose to not do something that the Bible tells Christians they should do. Isn't this the definition of Christian liberty? To be free to rationalize when we do or don't do something. And Jim asked that question, and um, I think it's pretty self-evident just asking the question what the answer is. But with that, I'll turn it over to Steve to start off with it. And Billy, you can chime right on in. Um, no. <laughs> There's your short answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is Christian liberty. I mean, it's liberty you got ever or every person has right. 
the freedom by God to accept or reject right. what he says is best for us. But I think your answer is actually best found in the question itself when you use the word rationalize. Right. Yeah, um, well, that that tells you the right The moment there. you use the word rationalize, you know you're doing wrong. Yep. And to do wrong is kind of the very definition of sin. What was the name of that guy that we talked about, I think, off the air, who had the um, – he still had the sex cult still exists today – uh, the heaven. No, you. Yeah, you're talking about children of God. Yeah, and that was David Moses. Yep. So I watched that the documentary on that. You watched it again? No, I did not. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> one time's enough. Yeah, one, one time time's was enough, enough because I sat there just in in shock of how somebody could twist um, twist enormously uh, some scripture, and they focused on the um, scriptures where Jesus is always talking about love, and so right. They then justified their actions of uh, promiscuity um, uh, among married couples, among the people in the cult, and it eventually devolved, uh, if you could devolve much worse into that, into pedophilia. pedophilia. Sure, sure. And therefore, if you if you want to take an extreme view of, of uh, rationalized, then that is an extreme view of rationalizing. Because I believe uh, is it Jeremiah or Isaiah where it says the heart uh, is desperately wicked, uh, who can trust it? Um, and we have to be cautious that even when we have thoughts and we feel that there are things like the Spirit of God that is speaking to us to things, if it contradicts the Word of God, then that is not the Spirit of God. It's not speaking of God. To That's right. right. And so we can, in our own mind, convince ourselves that it's okay to go, "Hey, Jesus talked about love." Then we should be able to right have multiple partners and have sex with children because sure. it's all about love and we and i know that's extreme and whoever wrote that is probably rolling their eyes but it all of a sudden it, it starts off as did god say right the same question from the same adversary starts off the same way absolutely is you know that and what he really meant koresh and his crew were guilty of the same thing um and i think that Shows some evidence to exactly what when once we start questioning once you ask that question did God really say can I get away with um, you've missed the point and once mm-hmm. you miss that point you start walking down a slippery slope that can lead you um, maybe not quote the logical conclusion is a cult somewhere but you start walking down a path where you begin to justify anything and everything you want to do based on your human spirit rather than what the Word of God has said. And part of that is, and we've complained on here on more than one occasion about uh, the teaching of the modern-day church, taking the foundation and ripping it out. Um, once you can't, once you can, once I can define sin based on how I feel, then nothing, there, there, there's, no, there's no target anymore. Right. There is no foundation. And once there's no foundation, we can justify anything. Yeah, uh, one of the things that came to my mind. But that's where, and again, I just go back to what the person is asking. You have the freedom of choice to make whichever decision you want to make. Absolutely, mm-hmm. everyone who you goes can to hell, cho- you know, choose life, as the scripture says. Absolutely. Choose life, but you have the power within you to choose death. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it starts off in a simple way. What do we say? Well, we go. You know what? God gave those food laws back in the days because they didn't have refrigeration. Um, sure. So, you know, they really um, 
it really doesn't matter. God really doesn't care because, you know, they didn't now understand we got back then. Yeah, now we've got refrigeration. <laughs> we've got these other things. Instead of simply taking it on its face value and said, no, God said don't do this. Right. Because then, then we justify and we go to the place where we say, you know, is that really a baby I mean, there's not yeah. really a At what point does it become a baby? Right. Then, then we right. start rationalizing and, and, and to that point and say, well, 75% of the time, if you leave a, um, a woman alone, that child will come to full term and become a human being or continue its process, I should say, not become. When it, and so anyway, we can take and we can rationalize and justify in our own mind just about anything, something extreme or something as mild. And, and I think there's something else that um, that question reveals – um, and that is a popular misunderstanding of the word liberty. Um, yeah. you know, it's Paul who says, work out your own salvation. But he's not talking about your get-out-of-hell-free card there. What he's talking about is within the confines of the law. You know, the law, if we think of the law as a big fence, and I live inside that law, well, there are things that might be okay for me to do that are in there that might not be okay for Steve, or, or things that are okay for Steve to do that are not okay for me. And that's what, when we talk about that liberty, um, it, that's really what we're talking about there, and that's really what the Scripture's talking about, is to say, hey, if it's not a violation of law, but it offends me, well, I have to let Steve have the liberty to do what he's doing because he's well within the law. Now, the law also says that in love he should do his best not to intentionally offend me, but we we both have to work out our own salvation there. We both have to work out our own freedom. Freedom would have been a better translation of that word, how we live within the law. Not whether or not I'm committing sin, that's that's never up for discussion. The answer to scripturally is no, thou shalt not. But when it comes to how I live out my life within the confines of biblically right living, well, that's where there's a whole lot of liberty that can happen. There's yep. liberty, and then there is license. Well, And license is not liberty that's right i love the license can be slavery say what absolutely license can be slavery oh, absolutely uh pastor scott's doing a series right now on um, relationship with regard to the ten commandments and he he's making a very um great point with the one he did this past week was dealing with on taking the name of god in vain and we often um Look at that from the perspective of, you know, somebody cursing in a movie sure. or somebody you work with or whatever and using God's name that way. Um, but he, he made an interesting point. I hadn't really heard it from this perspective before. And he said the context of this is actually because the Ten Commandments are actually a marriage contract. They're actually a ketubah that when what God is saying there is if you're going to take my name, like when you, you get married and a woman takes her husband's name, if you're going to take my name, then you better not misuse it. You right. better not misrepresent it. And this goes a little bit further to his his point, and that is if you're going to become a Christian, then you better not misrepresent Christ or his Father by acting contrary to what the Scripture says, not going, well, since I'm married to the Messiah now – and he really kind of gave us that liberty, then I can really kind of do what I want. That's not what that means. You better properly represent that name. Never does the Scripture give us liberty, quote-unquote, to commit sin. Never. Except as a, as a violation. You, you do have free will. You can choose to violate Scripture, but you are always in violation if it is sin. Yep. All right. Let me remind you that uh, Scott is not here today. He'll be back with us next week. Uh, Scott is the pastor at Agape Church, 701 Napa Valley Drive in Little Rock, Sunday service time, 10 o'clock. He'll be there at 10 o'clock this Sunday preaching. Uh, their website is aclr.org. You know, if you want a career working outdoors, serving uh, the community, then you need to listen up. 
Uh, if you want to make a difference in the community, if you're detail-oriented, you strive to do the right thing, if you want a career with a leading company and can work with your hands and thrive in the outdoors, you need to join PI Roofing. PI Roofing and Home Solutions is expanding their operations department to better serve uh, the customers as they grow. As I told you, for instance, they are now PI uh, PI Roofing and Home Solutions. They've got people now that work with them that can paint inside your home, repair drywall inside your home, do a lot of different things for your home, and they need people to be able to fill those uh, positions. So they want you to come build your future with them. PI Roofing and Home Solutions has career opportunities in their commercial roofing and service division, residential roofing and service division, and their home solutions division. So uh, they want you to make a difference with them as you climb the ladder to success. Apply at piroofing.com or call 501-707-3551. 21 minutes after 5, another question comes in. I'm hearing that the Jews are no longer God's chosen people because they rejected the Messiah. You hear wrong. Uh, (laughs) So if they rejected the Messiah as a people, the Jewish people as a whole, then who were the 5,000 that were fed? Who were the 4,000 that were fed? Who were the throngs of multitude that were following him? They said, if we take him in in the midst of the crowd, they will come after us. There were tens of thousands of Jewish people that were following the Messiah. Right. Well, and I think it's Josephus that records that perhaps as much as 80% of Jerusalem at that time uh, believed Jesus was the Messiah. Um, The... The we, leaders even said that if we do not we stop do him, the the everybody will come right. to believe. Right, 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 right. Yeah. This this is some of the biggest heretical teaching that's out there. It's what led to all of the pogroms. It's what led to the Inquisition. It what led to Hitler is this idea that God has forsaken his people. You go to the book of Jeremiah 33. He said, as long as my covenant is with day and night, my covenant will always be with our, my people. God has not forsaken his people. He has not rejected his people. Um, and it says that he is going to regather his people. We have seen that done. There is truth because the leadership um, did not see it. Even Jesus did say in in the uh, book of Luke, I think chapter 19, it says because they didn't recognize the time of their visitation that the temple in the Jerusalem was going to be ransacked. That is true, but it doesn't mean that he forsook his people. If you go back to the blessings and cursings of Ju- uh, Deuteronomy 26 – he says that he will he will punish them, but they will always be his people. So we've got to get that bad, bad theology out of our mindset. Right, and, and it's not like this is the first time um, the people had rejected God. It is the, the very reason that Israel went into exile yeah. more than once. Um, this one was simply yet another exile. Um, but look at the pattern Scripture paints, and that is that they reject God, he sends them into exile. They're in exile until they learn their lesson, and then they get to come home. Uh, and every time we find that happen, God accepts them at, at the end of that uh, because his wrath has been poured out, whatever punishment, and they turn back to him. And um, this is this is all uh, prophesied to take place this way. So there's 
Um, there's no surprise here. And this is, we were talking during the break, this is the one thing that really gets under my skin. So um, this teaching that God can change his mind, and, and I think I've said that on this show before, if God can change his mind about the people of Israel, you should have zero confidence in your salvation. That's right. Because if he can change his mind about them, he can change his mind about you at any moment. Yep. All right. to, and a lot of people try to quote the, the new covenant, that we're under the new covenant. But if you go back and read who is the new covenant with, it is with the house of Judah and the house of Israel, not a bunch of Gentiles. That's who the new covenant is with. Well, and one of the things we hear over and over and over is that whole, uh, I'll divorce you thing. Yeah. Uh, and what we don't understand uh, being Western-minded, is how divorce was handled. Uh, divorce was only – the penalties for divorce only existed until one partner or the other died, which was part of the role that Messiah had to play when he came. Part of the reason he had to die was to release them from that divorce decree, if you will. Uh, by dying, the, the husband, if you will, God himself is gone. Um, God in the flesh has passed from this earth, and therefore they are released from that a curse of the divorce, um, as it were. So there, there's, it's bad teaching. It was teaching um, part of it. The most significant portion of that teaching came out of prophecy teachers wanting to justify how end-time events could happen mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago when yeah. there was no nation of and, Israel. And that divorce was dealing with Israel, the northern part, not Correct. dealing with the other part. And even when Jesus came, he said, I came for the house of Israel. So he was obviously looking to heal that situation all right speaking of end times in times all right this one just arriving in my inbox we know that the bible speaks of multiple raptures such as with elijah and enoch mm-hmm. but when it comes to the rapture and the second coming are these two different events or the same event <laughs> if these are the same event then how can there be a pre-trib event when Revelation speaks that we will be caught up in the air with him when he returns to join him in battle against the Antichrist. Sounds to me like the confusion comes from assuming there's going to be a pre-trib rapture, right? Right. Yeah. um, Please don't get your theology from rapture books. Um, Right. And we've talked about this in the past. Uh, I believe that the vast majority of the teaching out there about prophecy is wrong. Uh, the history behind the rapture didn't really start until the late 1800s, um, and I'm I'm not on board with the way it's being presented nope. today. If there is any form of a catching away, it will be towards the latter end um, of any type of tribulation period that may be ahead of us. Uh, there is no escapism. There is surviving. Just because we see that elijah was caught up that that is not a foreshadow of an entire body of people because if you want to look an example you go into the book of exodus and when the judgments came against egypt the children of israel were still in the midst of it they were just protected um and this comes from a misunderstanding of first thessalonians when it talks about being caught up and and what people tend to do is they intend to insert insert them whenever they're you know potential theological view is so um I would not put my hope in that, in the way it's presented. Uh, I would put my hope in the return of the Lord, um, but not necessarily of being caught out. Because one, the other thing that's bad about that theology is if we're being raptured out of the trouble, then there's a whole lot of our brothers and sisters in 
uh, Asia and Africa, South America, and other places around the world that are being slaughtered from their faith. So that's a very um, egotistical, arrogant way to say that we're going to be pulled out of before trouble comes, but yet they get to die around the world. That's my opinion. All right. When we come back, let's talk about dinosaurs. Excellent. We got questions about dinosaurs. You got questions? We've got some answers for you. Uh, you can email your question uh, to BibleGuys at Salem, S A L E M L R dot com, or give us a call, a two three zero nine six five. Well, there's lots of uh, huge changes going on right now at Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics in their Little Rock location. That's at uh, 12th Street right here in Little Rock. They have torn down the old building now, uh, making it into a state-of-the-art facility with the latest technology and prosthetics and orthotics. They even got a new mastectomy area just for mastectomy patients with privacy and comfort while you're fitted. Uh, It's their way of keeping their patients happy at uh, the good folks over at Horton's. Remember now, there are six locations for Horton's. Their Little Rock location on 12th Street, plus North Little Rock, Bryant, Conway, Fort Smith, and Searcy. So the Little Rock location ready to go uh, as they become state-of-the-art and uh, all the other Hortons ready to uh, have a place close to you so that you can be served by them. That's Hortons Orthotics and Prosthetics providing a lifetime of support. We're going to take a break uh, for our news. That's coming up here at the bottom of the hour. And then when we come back, we will continue with the Bible, guys. Scott Stewart not here today, but Steve's here. Billy's here. They're answering your questions. Again, send it to BibleGuys at SalemLR.com or just call us at 823-0965. Here's your news. All right, now, Billy, we're talking wings here. I just found out I'm having wings. wings dinner. All right, so... You say you steam yours. I do. That helps them be crispier? Right. It uh, it renders the fat that's just under the skin. So uh-huh. steam them in a pot with a, just a, a steamer basket like you would use for broccoli before I put them on a cookie sheet and stick them in the oven, and that way the skin will still get really crispy. <laughs> okay, now I take and do that. Let's but get I, that I broccoli don't, out of there. I don't, I don't, yeah, no yeah. broccoli. I don't, I don't steam them, all right? I, I just grill them in, in the oven. I, I bake them. Then I take them out and I pour off the grease, mm-hmm. put it back in, and I put it on broil. Yep. And then I, because I, I like them to be crispy as well. Yep. And that's how I do it. So I have to try the steam way. The other thing we do Sounds is put up. them in the smoker. They're delicious that way too. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, Dave. Going to have to run. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the show's cans. I just was making. I'll be leaving <clears throat> as soon. Well, I've already cut my promo for tomorrow. So, guys, when I say that's it for today, see you tomorrow too. I'm out of here. Yeah, we'll have to turn up right. the lights because you'll be ahead of us. That's right? it, exactly right. All right. So let's talk to Tony, who joins us on the phone. Hey, Tony, you got a question for us? Go. Yeah, I do, and uh, it's kind of an unusual question, but this is for the Bible guys and trying to look for their opinion on it. But what is their idea about the uh, the dinosaurs? Because, you know, there's nothing in the Bible about it, and I've done some research on it, and research I've seen on it is that, that the um, theory of dinosaurs wasn't invented until, like, the 1800s, and the individual who actually brought the idea up was a uh, big fan of Darwin. And all the bones that you see in the museums are all fake. 
So I was just curious on what their opinion is on that. Wow. All right. Well, you listen in. They'll uh, they'll talk about it. Uh, thanks, Tony. Great question. Um, so as for the 1800s, I believe that's when the um, the, the word dinosaur uh, actually think, came into I think use. Prehistoric is it was right. the same thunder thing. lizard. Yeah. Um, thunder. So you you had you had other words to describe dinosaurs prior to that, but the word dinosaur itself um, goes back to the 1800s. Take it off. Yeah, I'll I've, let you go first. I was I, like, I've never heard that this whole thing was fake. I hadn't heard all the dinosaur bones were fake. Yeah, that, that's a lot of bones. That, folks. Not only is it a lot of bones, that goes into the whole. I'm, I'm very. You won't find me believing very much in any conspiracy theories, simply right. because the the level of people involved, especially with something like that. Uh, to be um, to cover up something like what, that. You don't believe the world is flat, and NASA has faked all those images. I, I, I don't. Um, oh. Didn't you see the flag waving on the moon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, we just took a weird left turn. I kind of. We really did. I kind of go with. Okay, so the Bible doesn't say much about dinosaurs because, as we said, we talk about the word. But when you start. There wasn't really a distinction that needed to be made from the, the bohemo, which is the word, the Hebrew word that's used to just describe cattle or animals or whatever right. the case is. This is also the the name given to the animal that's mentioned in Job that has a tail like a cedar tree. So we have a reference to something that would look like the bronchiosaurus, I think, right. because it's got a tail the size of a tree. Yeah, the bronchiosaurus. So you have things like that, but... Um, my my theory is that just the the pre world um, pre flood world was a very different world. Um, I would highly encourage people to go and check out the Ark exhibit up in uh, Kentucky. They think they do a pretty good job explaining. They actually um, have dinosaurs actually on the Ark. Obviously, some of them not in their their full form, um, but I th- I think that they were just a normal part of creation. Uh, and I think that everything was larger back then. I think one of the big misunderstandings is when we find some of these old uh, skeletal remains that are men who were 10 or 12 feet tall, people immediately jump to um, Genesis Nephilim? 6. Oh, yeah. come on. And they think we're talking – one of the biggest mistranslated words in all of the Bible, uh, the, the word giants, that is. And they think that's what we're talking about. And it's completely possible that everything was – or not possible, that was – highly probable that everything pre-flood was just a larger environment oxygen rich environment pure environment sinless environment all of those things that would lead to abnormal growth including our reptilians <laughs> sure uh well and we know that we have evidence of quote the prehistoric version of the alligator or the crocodiles and when you look at them side by side skeletal wise all it looks like is you took a crocodile and stretched him out made mm-hmm. him bigger so uh, yeah I, I i think that is a um, for starters, I do think there are a couple of references um, that if we had had a different word, we would have used a different word mm-hmm. biblically, um, understanding that dinosaur didn't exist at the time that uh, the Bible was translated to English. So I do think there are a couple of words that we probably would have translated as dinosaur, or we could go back and translate, I suppose, as dinosaur. You've got to have an animal of some sort big enough to swallow Jonah. Um, this is not really a whale, per mm-hmm. se. This is... Um, a beast of some sort that that lives in the ocean, mm-hmm. but um, so there are some very very large creatures mentioned in scripture and and some descriptions of what are obviously much larger than anything we see today. And of course, the archaeologist uh, archaeologist and uh, uh, paleontologist will point to the layering effect that we see. Um, you know, you've got older 
animals and and things that are supposed to be in these classic eras of of evolution but um, we understand that if we talk about a worldwide flood event which every civilization in the world records Mm -hmm. uh, when you kill that much material it has a tendency to stack up in layers based on what sinks first and second peter actually there's something that it says that in the last days that that the people will be ignorant of the flood and how the right. earth was in the water and out of the water and we since we we just disparage and we don't believe that story or we just say it is a story and that, that it's not an actual event uh then that kind of helps undo uh the the biblical narrative if you will uh they brought out an interesting uh point and that was we actually have fossil evidence of dinosaurs and man walking together in that texas. was in rose texas yeah. yeah and so when you when they, when they try and say that the dinosaurs were tens of millions of years before prior to man prior mm-hmm. to man but yet we have evidence that they walk side by side that you you won't hear that talked about one of the things that is not talked about at all today when i grew up what people always joked about the missing link Nobody right. talks about that. They act like it was found. Nothing was ever found to show that there was actually a difference. Uh, one of the things that not just the missing link in, in man, we don't have we have all kinds of evolutionary evidence as far as on a micro level of birds evolving into other birds difference, but they are still birds. One thing that does not exist is any evolutionary evidence that anything crossed species right. that a dog all of a sudden evolved into a bird or an ape involved into a man right well and um scientifically those who are intellectually honest um in the scientific world will flat out tell you that evolution um just based on what we understand about chromosomes these days makes evolution impossible um the probabilities for um because with every Every mutation that produces a new species, it must produce enough of that species in that mutation to create mating pairs to carry on the lineage. And the probability of that happening is now somewhere on the order, has been calculated somewhere on the order of four or five times or four or five thousand times the total number of atoms in the universe for that to have happened to get to us. I'm sorry. That doesn't happen. I encourage people to go and and look up a video. I'm not sure if it's still on Netflix, but is Genesis history? Uh, and these, and the reason I point to this one is because they didn't ask guys like me. They didn't ask just preachers. They right. had scientists. They had geologists. They had physicists. These this were all PhDs who they interviewed, and they, in this hour-and-a-half-long documentary on the history of the world and, and how the age of the earth, how most those of us that see it as a young earth theory – uh, they use science, right. and I just really encourage people to watch that. Is Genesis history? All right, Steve. So, if there were dinosaurs, where did they go? They died and went into the ground. They died. There <laughs> we go. Right. That's that's the simple answer. I, right. I think that Gary Larson had it right. Did yeah. you ever see his his mm-hmm. reasoning for why dinosaurs? Went? He had a Tyrannosaurus Rex hiding behind a tree, lighting a cigarette. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that is that is a question. If you if you um, make the assertions that we've just made, the next question that almost always comes up is, well, then where are they today? And the answer to that is that the atmosphere, the the climate of the Earth is radically different than it was before the flood. And I think um, can we the say Earth today, ice age? Right. Yeah. The Earth today is simply unfriendly, um, hostile to creatures that large. You you yep. can't have creatures that why, large. Why today. does any species go extinct because of habitat? A lot 
of other species have disappeared. Sure. Where did yeah. they go? But people won't accept that answer. Right. You know, oh, and well, it's it's natural extinction just like everything else that's gone yeah. extinct since then. One of the things you do have to give a little thought to is maybe there's a little truth to some of the old wives' tales, some of the old uh, stories of the uh, fighting the dragons. Oh, sure. And the um, sea monsters. And the sea monsters. from Yeah, so maybe there's a little bit of truth I suspect to, Jonah was convinced there was a sea monster. Yeah, probably. So. Well, we don't <laughs> yeah. we don't know what's at the bottom of most Absolutely. of our oceans. We've Absolutely. never been there. Yeah, we can't go there. Yeah, it's like three percent of the oceans we've actually explored, or something ridiculously small like that. So yeah, yeah. we don't have a clue what's down there. It's a great discussion, great topic, great wonder, but it's not something I'll lose my salvation over. Eight two three zero nine six five is the number to call in and ask your question. Eight two three zero nine six five. No question is a silly question absolutely not you know give us a call all right if you're thinking about claiming your social security benefits you want to stop for the moment and think because you could be on the verge of making an irreversible mistake that could cost you tens of thousands of dollars this decision could trigger an avalanche of taxes and double your medicare premiums you could avoid this by attending an educational maximizing social security class on uh, friday july the 13th that's not very far away now uh hosted by david lucas the david lucas show you hear him on 101.1 the answer at 10 and again at three in the afternoon on saturdays the workshop makes claiming your benefits simple and easy registration is just 18 bucks includes a 34 page workbook maximizing your social security benefits seating is limited so uh Take the time to call right now, 501-653-6690. That's 501-653-6690. Or visit davidlucasfinancial.com. Final segment. Got time for a question if you've got one, 823 Let me real quickly check out. and Yeah, got a question. I would like to ask about that first question about doing what the Bible says. What do you do in the case of an ex-spouse? In my case, my ex-husband wants to be involved in more than just the kids' lives, but to be around at family functions, social events, and even our church. I am hesitant to allow this, to remain involved in these events and activities if he is there. Does this go against the Bible telling us to forgive and allow people to prove they have changed. And uh, they included their name, but I'm not going to read that. Right. All right. So I, that's a great question. It is a very good question. And one that would require great discernment, uh, not knowing the history and the background of the whole thing, not knowing if this person was either physically or verbally abusive or anything like that. Right. It, it really depends on the situation. Uh, if it's just a matter of. Um, someone who was just bad just you know not evil like i would say somebody who was physically abusive or something like that but just someone who was um we are no longer compatible right if it was something like that but then you also even if it's something that's if you will for lack of a better terms on the milder side of of divorce then you also have to be cautious to make sure that they're not trying to manipulate you and the children um to just further divide it may seem subtle it may seem like they're just trying to be uh, more active in the kids' lives because they've had had a change, and that's just something that you're going to have to use discernment about. Listen for those key phrases, you know, things that it may appear on the surface, 
uh, that they're trying to do the right thing, but most people can't continue to lie. They will slip up in little words and little phrases and little things will come out, and that's really, I would just say you would have to use discernment in that situation. Well, let me ask you guys to talk about this. So what does the Bible say about forgiveness and allowing people to prove they have changed? I don't I don't know if the Bible has anything in it that talks to us about proving that they've changed. No, it talks it does about not. forgiveness. Well, Absolutely. It does, but it, it there is some very clear not maybe in the context of forgiveness, but how many times have you heard the parable about that you will know somebody by their fruit? You you will know somebody. Their mouth will reveal their heart. Their feet will reveal their heart. Uh, so whatever it is that people are doing or saying reveals the kind of person that they are. Well, and Matthew goes beyond that. So to address the first half of that, no, forgiveness is not optional. Right, uh, absolutely. God went so far as to say, if you don't forgive, I won't forgive you. That's right. So forgiveness is not an option. Okay, so uh, let's talk it, about restoration. Before, before we go, yep. explain what you mean about forgiveness because – is the Western idea of forgiveness different than what mm-hmm. was the biblical idea of forgiveness? Um, forgiveness is restoration. Forgiveness is not saying, to use the phrase that from the old Fiddler on the Roof movie when they asked for a blessing for the czar, to say, I bless the czar, but keep him far away from us. Forgiveness right. is not saying, I forgive you, but I forgive you on the other side of the mountain. And you don't get to say, bless your heart. Right. 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 God's example of forgiveness is what? Every time as we talked about earlier on, when Israel fell and made a mistake, God restored Israel to a place of intimacy. And so forgiveness involves regaining relationship. And if that's not involved in it, then you don't have forgiveness. You just have um uh, just the word of forgiveness. You don't have the full act of forgiveness. Right. Remember that Hebrew is not a language that is mental. It is a language that is action. And therefore, forgiveness is all about action. It's all about uh, allowing that restoration uh, when we talk about forgiveness. Now, Matthew specifically deals with someone who will not repent. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a very specific formula. Uh, if you find a brother in sin, go to him privately so that maybe you can restore him. If that doesn't work, a couple of you go talk to him because uh, things are verified by the witness of two or three. If that doesn't work, you go all the way to drag him in front of the church and mm-hmm. let the entire congregation address them. And if that doesn't work, cut them off. So there is some biblical um, precedence for saying you have not changed. Mm-hmm. You have been called out and, sa- and, and told you are in sin and you will not fix that. And therefore, I'm not going to let your sin rub off on me, if you will, uh, by continue to allow allow you to drag me into that. So, yeah. and, and again, as we said a while ago, if there was abuse of any sort, yeah, you can't really. You got to walk away from that. Yeah, that's that's just something. Especially someone who's that way, they tend to be, you know, manipulative and controlling anyway, and they'll just learn a new tactic. Right. So that's why you have to be very cautious. With that. Yeah. The the other part that we've you have to verify about somebody who is forgiving, who's mm-hmm. seeking forgiveness, there's something that people don't talk that much about, and that's restitution. Uh, and that restitution, uh, if it is something that is uh, material, um, then it's something that they have to restore what was stolen. And if you have somebody that is um, trying to get make restitution for what they've done, um, again, I come back to the phrase: you've got to find out what's going on and you got to make sure that it's not going to be confusing to the kids because 
sometimes they're going to try and find a way to appear that there's a hope for a full restoration of the marriage, if you will. And if that's not even in the picture, you have to make sure that that doesn't confuse the children. Okay. Good answer. There you go. But I, a lot of westernized beliefs, Christian beliefs, mm-hmm. are totally at odds at times what Hebrew says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A whole lot of Christianity is directly in opposition to what God had to say. That's yeah. why it's we want to keep impressing Judeo-Christianity. That's right. Not Jesus didn't come to start Christianity. That's right. That is correct. That didn't happen. I always like to point out what biblical repentance is, though. We, if you ask somebody about repentance, is they'll tell 40 you forty seconds. They'll tell you to, it means to stop what you're doing and turn around and go the other way. But that's not biblical. Biblical says, when God says, if you veer to the left or to the right, get back on the path. And the path is walking out the commandments, the Torah of God. And if you turn to the right and all you do is simply turn around and go the other way, you're going to cross that path and go left. Correct. We are supposed to go back to the path that God has given us, and that path is the Torah, the instructions of God, and walk those out. And that's what repentance means, is to return back to how God told us to walk. All right. Billy, thanks for coming. Thank you. Always a pleasure to have you in the studio. Yes, sir. Steve, I'll see you again next Tuesday. Scott Stewart should be back with it as well. Remember, if you have a question for the Bible Guys, just send them to BibleGuys at SalemLR.com. See you at 2 tomorrow. I'm on my way home for some wings. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.